Welcome to the 2018 Academy Awards edition of the Mike and Podcast. Coming up, a deep and spirited discussion of movies Pat has seen, movies Mike has seen, and movies neither of them have seen. And now, here are your hosts, Pat Twist and Mike Graney. Hello and welcome to the Mike and Patcast. I am Mike Grady. Hi, Mike. I am Pat Twist. How are you, Pat? I'm doing good tonight. Um, Dude, today, I'm now we're, we're doing great. I, um, <clears throat> what's what's on the docket for tonight? I am excited because it's it's award season. Oh, you know what I mean. I know where this is going. Yeah, so it's award season, and we're nearing. You're talking about what they announced this morning. Correct. Correct. Okay. We're, we're nearing the tail end of award season. The big show is happening. Uh, we are recording this the morning that they announced the 2018 Oscar nominations. Yeah. So yep. I, I thought it apropos. You'll probably be listening to this if we if we play our cards right and we get our you know and Andrew hooks us up. Yeah. Thank with you some again, mixing Andrew. and you know you'll prob hopefully be listening to this um, a week or so before the actual. Acad 2018 Academy Awards. Right, so you're gonna have your your ballots picked out. Yep. Maybe you're doing your you're planning your menus you're just- and like your snacks, and maybe you're naming some you know the shape of water chestnuts. You're kind of coming up with weird names for your snacks and everything. But it's a magical time, and it spells the end of the uh, an annual cycle of film. And then we spend a couple months watching dog shit movies in the theaters. And now then listen, we up again. before we even get into okay. These nominations. Right. Let's talk for a second. You and I, like, uh, why do we even care about the fucking well, that was, Oscars I mean, anymore? Do you care? Do I? Uh, do you care personally? Um, uh, that's a good question. I, I, I think I care way less now right. than I did back in college in film school. Sure. Back in, in even at, like, I think... I care significantly less now who fucking wins totally best picture, who wins best actress, who wins win any you know I um that is not to say that I won't be watching right well come that's March, it. I mean, like, that I, I won't be sitting on my couch watching uh but I used to be way more invested for some idiotic reason whether Braveheart was going to win sure. or Babe Right. Was going to win, you know, and and now I don't care really. Ultimately, who wins any of the awards? I I'm fascinated always by, and I think this is something that you know that, that any that that the the Academy Awards has, is like who should win sure. versus who does right. win. What do I like versus, versus what has cinematic value? And also, oh, he deserved it. He's right. been oh, nominated he's 15 40 times. Million movies. And, you know, and, and you know what? She was great, but she's also won three times. Right. So, you know, I, I don't I don't care about that. I'll, what I will tell you is I love the red carpet leading up to it, sure. the red carpet show leading up to it. And I love um, – I do love how passionate and angry and 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 and, and – or not even just anger, but like how passionate, how how about about these movies people get about like people they don't know, oh, totally, yeah, yeah. and actors they well, don't know. It's, it's funny, like I legitimately care about the Oscars, maybe only slightly more than I do about the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like I actually, <laughs> which like, is to say, what not that is, much? Which is to say, like I like it better because it's movies and not 
mm-hmm. like football. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But like to the to the point where I love getting together with my friends and sure. eating food and drinking booze and you know betting on it a little bit here yep. and there and talking about it. And I'm more engaged because it's movies. But in terms of like who wins. I don't really care. I, I truly don't. Like, I mean, yep. there's movies that I watch every year that nine times out of ten, my favorite movies are not the ones that are getting nominated anyway. Sure. Sometimes they'll meet somewhere where I'm like, oh, that was legit good. And well, let's be, you know, you know since, most of the time, since, you know, I since don't care. you and I started watching movies <clears throat> and becoming real fans of movies and being movie nerds, how often are the movies we really love ever nominated? I feel like I, not rem- a lot. I remember actually the first time I ever heard of the Oscars was back in the Ghostbusters day, 1985, okay. whatever. I remember just hearing on the radio like a news piece about how the biggest movies of the year weren't getting nominated for Oscars. Sure. And I was like, what are the Oscars? And my mom was like, oh, it's every year they give movies awards. And I'm like, oh. And they specifically mentioned Ghostbusters. was one of the you know yeah. highest grossing movies of the year. And then at the time, they cycled through the nominations, which were movies that I, as an 11-year-old, was never heard of. I was like, what are these even? <laughs> sure. What are these films that – and my mom was kind of like, oh, those are the movies that like grown-ups go to see. So <laughs> right. now I'm like I, – I, I'm in that camp now where at least I will have heard of these movies and oftentimes seen them. But still, to the point of competition, I don't really well, have no real is, stake in it. <clears throat> in an attempt to get some people, the, the average Joe, not the art-going, uh, theater-going, film-going crowd, sure. more into the Oscars, a few years ago, they, they stopped doing five nominations for Best Picture right. and opened it up. To, uh, I thought it was always ten, but you know, no, it's I'm looking at – between five and ten. Okay, so it's not always – I didn't realize because this year it's nine. Right, it's nine. And the and reason – It's like, you know what? Just fucking make it ten. Sure. Like, well, well, why is next year going to be eight? Well, like, uh, and, and the year after that, it could be seven. I can. But it's I can, always minimum five, but maximum. T- like, just, I can answer that question. Yeah, you know, I actually know. It's. Uh, I found this out today, and without getting into the, I don't ex- know the answer. extreme is, mathematical okay. details. Sure. But the way that it works is, when you vote for best picture, you are asked to put your five favorite movies on the list. And what oh, happens is, for the thousands of I people see. that okay. get nominated, so the ones, so if, if you get more than say like the numbers game of yeah, if 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 your movie shows up on a ballot five hundred times, sure, you're in. Yep. And just mathematically, that's going to wind up being right. You know, it can only happen. But why not take the next one to make it ten? Why not make it sure the you, next most nominated one? Well, because then because you know, those ones may have had significantly less votes. Sure, you know I what see I mean? what you're saying. Yep. Like okay. it's just if there's uh, so pretty much the film community agrees that across the board the nine movies you see nominated showed up enough times sure. on the okay. ballots okay. that now it's nine okay you know um, <clears throat> next year it could be ten next year it could be eight you know? and uh, you know uh, I'll, I'll, I have another thing that that that, that is a bit of a, especially because it really is only be, a, a, a beef I have with best picture and best director is that we we've got nine this year sure. movies nominated for best picture. But we've still only got five best directors. Sure. Now, yeah. it's, it's almost like four of those movies were di- didn't they didn't direct themselves. Totally. They but did they, not. you know, but so somehow that movie yeah. ended up being considered one of the best movies of the year, but we're not gonna respect right. w- some of those directors. That For whatever them. reason, they're like, yep. well, we only want five director nominees. You know, right, but again, which just, to me it's, is kind of bullshit in a way. You're like, you're going to nominate the Post in this particular year, sure, but we're not going to nominate Spielberg. You know, we're we're going to not. You know, I'm just calling them out as you know, like we're going to nominate, um, you know, uh, 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 three billboards outside Epic, Missouri, but sure. not nominate Martin McDonough. Sure, you know, which is weird because 
I would put well, you know, and we'll, you know what? We'll get to the directors sure, when we sure. get to the directors. Yeah, yeah. But there, there's the perfect example of a movie that has that was nominated for be, that, a bunch of awards. Right. Had a bunch of supporting actor awards. You know, uh, uh, now, I'm talking even, about three billboards. And and yet, I've got that. Uh, I'm looking at who's nominated for best director, and I think that that at least one or two of those that uh, what's his name. Martin McDonough. Martin belongs in there over sure. at least two of maybe them. Over but, you know, maybe, sure, over maybe over Greta Gerwig. Sure, maybe over maybe over even know? Paul Thomas Anderson for sure. you know in, in this case. But you know, uh, so I tell you what, is there anything else that you have that you want to talk about before we get into the list? Well, I guess you know um, most of my questions probably I can filter in uh, as we go as through. As we go, but there's okay. a few things, particularly about Best Picture, that I, that I'm curious about. Uh, what your opinion is? So. What, what do you say? You want to let's look at the nominations. Yeah, let's take it. We'll, we're basically going to take it right from the top. So let's go uh, best picture. Okay, best we've picture. got nine. All right, we got Call Me by Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post. I know what you mean. I'm getting exhausted, and I'm not even done. Uh, <laughs> the Shape of Water and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Now, first of all, how many have you seen? I'll tell you right now. Let me count: one, two, two and a half. Oh boy, three. What's the half? Can the I just? Ha- I'll tell you what the half, and I'll tell you why it's the half. I went to go see the shape, the the shape of water last week. Um, I had a, a free afternoon, and I went to go see the shape of water. And I was waiting to meet my wife to take the train home with her from the city. And I had like forty five minutes to kill, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sitting at the AMC theater. I've just walked out of the shape of water, and I'm like. Where am I – like, what am I going to – I'm, I'm taking the – you know, I'm taking the, the, the 7 o'clock train home, the 6.40 train home with my wife, and here it is. It's 5.30, and I'm like, oh, shit. The post is starting at 5.30. Okay. And I just – it's illegal. It's called theft of services. Sure. I walked into the post and sat down. Right. At 5.30 in the afternoon on a Wednesday afternoon, and I watched the first – 40 minutes of the post. You watched half the post. <laughs> Probably about okay. half the post. I don't know how All long right. it was, but I, I watched yeah, the first the, 40 the minutes of the post. Realm. You know? Okay. And um, so I've seen three billboards. I've seen The Shape of Water. I've seen The Post. I've seen Get Out. Okay. Um, I've and, seen those. Okay. I've seen the entire post. I okay. watched the whole movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I did not see three billboards. So I've seen Shape of Water, The Post, Get Out, Dunkirk. Ooh, okay. I've seen Dunkirk. Let's take it from the top. Sure. Call Me By Your Name. Absolutely no interest. I know it's not named at me. I've heard it's great. Army Hammer. I've heard it's a great, good, gay, coming-of-age story. Just not my not my. I have interest now that it's – at some point I'll probably see it because I I do – I've heard enough good things about it. It is probably the last movie of those nine that I have any interest in seeing. I'll buy that too. I'm I'm into that. Darkest Hour – I've heard is really good. I actually, I actually even had a screener copy of it in my house at one point, right. and was not able to watch it in the time I had to return it to a friend of mine sure. that had brought it over. Gary Oldman gets it done. But you know, we'll get to him in a second. Sure. I think that guy's going to win this year. Yeah. Okay. You know, um, Dunkirk. Uh, listen, I love Christopher Nolan. Right. And I and I and I love, I love what I know about the story of yeah. Dunkirk. And I've heard some great reviews from people that I know of Dunkirk. What you saw it? I saw good. I saw Dunkirk. And. Uh, I like Dunkirk. My my biggest issue with Dunkirk was while it was an amazing feat of cinema mm-hmm. and like it was beautiful and like what Christopher Nolan does great. He he gets real planes and he puts them in the air sure. and he gets real boats and he sinks them and he does all sorts of shit that's like insane and it's amazing. Uh, what I found, I found 
I was having a hard time connecting emotionally because there weren't any real main characters. Like okay. you were basically well, you're, correct you're, me you if I'm wrong. He, he it's three stories, right? Yeah. The guy. It's the air. It's the air. The people in the. You know the fighter guys doing okay. dogfights. Then there's a few guys that are sort of. Uh, like on the run trying to find uh, – get away from like heavy fire. Okay. And then there's a whole uh, group of people that are on the on dock. The beach. And of course the then there's the dudes from Dunkirk. Or but I've heard it's a, it's a really well edited like cutting between all of it. And it's not all happening at the same time. Totally. The, the, right? so the, the, the guys in, 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 in the planes, their whole duration is taking place in a matter of minutes. Right. There are Whereas, things that are happening – at the same time that you don't even really realize sure. are happening at the same time. Almost like, like a Pulp Fiction like, way? In a way where in you're looking way, at, but it's, where it, you jump back and that's happened already it's, or it's it, about it's, to ha- like It's confusing in a way because you get to a point in the movie where you're like, oh, I get it. Sure. All this shit is – some of it's happening at the same time and some of, some of it happened before. Sure. Some of it happened – so it's a little confusing. Not that it's bad or whatever. But to me, I, I, I was like – it was one of those movies that you watch and you were like – Oh yeah, they're they're going to nominate this for an Oscar, sure. of course. But I right. wasn't like, oh my god, I loved Dunkirk. Okay, you know what I mean. I wasn't like sure, and that's it's kind of the way I was for it's Saving a good Private movie. Ryan. I mean, it's really good. I like Saving Private yeah. Ryan. But you're watching, I mean, and you're like, this is a movie that's going to be nominated. I'll say the same it. thing about the Post in a way, where I'm kind of like, it's clear that this is. A- oh well, let's get to the Post in a second when okay, it comes right, on. Okay, hold on. I'll tell you my. I'm hoping that we're looking at the same rundown. I mean, we're maybe different. So orders, far, but, well, yeah. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I, I, Get I, Out is next on my list after Dunkirk. Get Out is on next okay. on my list. I think they're. I love Get Out. I love Get Out. You and I have talked about Get totally. Out. Totally love Get Out. Massive plot holes in Get Out. Huge plot holes. But you know what? Who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? And, and let's you know, like, and, and if we're gonna you know celebrate African American, uh, he's only the third, I think. Totally the third. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about director. Uh, um, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Yeah. The only the third African American director ever nominated. Yeah. For an Oscar, which is insane. It is, it, and you know, and yet at the same time, you're like, yeah, well, you know what? That's America. We 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 were we were dropping. We're not the ball creating there. opportunities. We, and right. No, exactly. You know. And we were. It, this was the. This was the. It wasn't. You know. But now, um, now, if if I'm being frank, though, like Get Out, as much as I loved it, it's just not typically the place. We're looking for Oscar caliber movies. No, but you know what? When I look at all these movies. Give it to me. I had more fun watching Get Out. Totally. Than I did any of the other four that I saw. I was doing this whole thing. I was talking to somebody earlier today where I was kind of like, but Get Out's kind of like, it's a it's a high quality horror movie. Sure. It's not an Oscar movie. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, but it's easily in the top nine movies I saw this year. Definitely. Without and a it, doubt. It brings me back to something like Raiders of the Lost Ark. was sure. nominated for Best Picture in the year. It didn't win. And, and this was a time when there were only four other movies. And you're like, whatever fucking other movies were nominated that year, you're going to tell me you had more fun watching them than Raiders of the Lost Ark? No. Now, is it, is it, is it a is it a – you know, a, a film? Is it a, you know, it goes back, you know. And, and the point of it is to me, it's like if, if, if you're going to look at these movies and let's think about movies that we're going to be talking about for decades to come, I do believe Get Out is one of them. Well, here's Get the other thing. You know what's cool about Get Out is that there was no way that he made that movie ever thinking he was going to get totally. an Oscar nomination. Absolutely. Ever. Right. Anyone making that movie never thought that that movie – they didn't think they were making a trashy movie. Yeah. They didn't think they were making a subpar movie. Just a but movie. they never thought that they were going to be in contention for right. best fucking picture. Whereas Dunkirk. Absolutely. Like, and, Nolan and, is pretty much and, 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 and Phantom Thread. Yeah. 
and 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 I'll, I'll throw I'll throw the shape of water in there with Get Out though. Sure. I don't think Del Toro was ever thinking. Listen, right? When I mean, I think he just wanted to make a good fucking monster Absolutely. love story. Yeah. And again, that's and another that's example. what makes it. That's what made it my second most entertaining movie on that list that I of the nine. Totally. You know, um, it's it's again, it's another spot that you know, the Academy doesn't really look towards. I want to say one thing. I haven't seen Lady Bird. Okay. But everyone fucking says it's great. I'm kind of mad that I haven't seen Lady Bird. I am at this mad that I haven't seen it also. We should stop recording and go see I, Lady Bird. <laughs> uh, I love that girl. Sor- Sor- Sersha. Sersha. Um, Sersha Ronan. I, uh, I actually had to remind myself how to pronounce her name. Sersha. 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 Um, I think, and I, I don't even know what else she's been in. Uh, she was in uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Yes, sorry, uh, that was she yeah. was Hannah. Remember and Hannah back in the day? I didn't see Hannah. Hannah's good. I didn't, but I've heard That's it was good. good. That's when she was. I a saw younger. her on Saturday Night Live, and she won me over just from that alone. She was in Brooklyn. Didn't see that either. I didn't like Brooklyn too much. That, um, that was one of those movies where I'm like, oh, just give him the Oscar. I just I like her. She, I love her accent. I love the way she seems like a normal girl who's just like, hey, I can't believe I'm in the middle of all this shit. You, you know, know who I like, also love in that movie. Laurie Metcalf. Yeah, of course. She's, everyone's, she's fantastic. everyone's saying it, you know, and like, good for her. Totally. Good I've been loving her, you know? her since Roseanne. Exactly. And, you know, like, and she's exactly. In, she was on that show, Getting um, Out on HBO. I want a little, 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 um, little fun quote, little, uh, not a quote, a little fun fact for you. Lady Bird was like 99% Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah, totally. The, the best rated movie ever. Yeah. Until what, a week ago, do you know? Uh, oh, shit. Um, Literally, this has all happened. It's, it's not Jumanji, is it? It's not. I mean, <laughs> it's not. It's not. <laughs> I mean, that Jumanji crushed it. Uh, I don't know. I forget. What is it? Paddington 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Has 100% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw the first Paddington. I did not see Paddington. Uh, it's really good. Yeah, a lot of people and tell me it's good. It was a really good, and we're going to take the girls to see it this weekend. Right. Uh, but... Um, Okay, any movie that you know, like just the clips I've seen well, of Lady Bird. Suck. To go Let's back to that, way, oh, sure. Okay. But just the clips I've seen of Lady, you're like, this looks great. It looks like it, you yeah. know. So I'm, I'm, I'm like you said, I'm pissed I haven't seen it. Yeah. What's the next on your list? Uh, I got the, uh, I got Phantom Thread. Yeah. yeah uh, our buddy Pete Connolly, you know what he calls that movie? Uh, yeah. You mean Freedom Stitcher? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, I don't exactly know. I don't know why, what that means. I haven't seen it. But I think it. it has something to do with like. Like he's a tailor, and there's some kind of patriotism, or there's some kind of like I don't right. know what fan. I don't even know what fan. I'll tell you, it's the one movie on this list. I lied before when I said "Call Me by Your Name" is the You'd one. See, I want to call see the me list. by your name first. I would see "Call Me by Your Name" before I'd see Phantom Thread, and I like P.T. Anderson. Well, see, that's why I would put. But I don't have any goddamn interest in Phantom Thread at all. Okay, so I'm I'm not that vehemently opposed to it, you know? <laughs> sure. I, I want to see Phantom sure, Thread sure. more than Call Me By Your Name because of P.T. Anderson. Okay. But to me, it's it's fashion-y. It's in the sort of... Uh, it's It takes place in a world that does not appeal to me. So I find myself, oh, of you know... And, you know... And Daniel Day-Lewis, as much as I, I love Daniel, he's one of those... Okay, I guess we're nominating him this year. Yeah, no, and it all... Sure. Yeah, he comes and out, he, like, he comes you know, out from yeah, under his yeah. rock every few years. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, just just give him the nod. I mean, that's sort of how it works. And then he's like, I'm retiring. So they're like, well, we're definitely going to give you the nod. We better give him the nod. We're never going to see you again. We got it. Holy shit. We better fucking give him an Oscar. He's never going to fucking act again. (laughs) It's our last chance. (laughs) Oh, my God. One more Oscar. Did he win for Lincoln? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Nominate him. 
you know, he sounds a little bit like Snagglepuss. Yeah, it's or, weird. That's or, or, probably... that, that, that critic does, yeah. you know, like, I'll nominate him. Maybe. So we, we <laughs> haven't seen that, so whatever. That's, you know. Next one you got. Uh, the Post. Yes. Uh, and I'll so... tell you, just from the first 40 okay. minutes of The Post that I saw. Yeah. And I love Spielberg. So do I. I mean, is he... any, uh, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Any person that doesn't get excited about any Spielberg movie. Right. Whatever the movie is or what it's about, doesn't have any even kind of genuine interest at all in a Spielberg movie, no matter what the genre. I feel like they don't deserve movies. <laughs> and I do. Like, this no, no, guy is like from, 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 you know, consistently. And, and yeah. even as I was watching the post and bored out of my fucking mind for that first 40 minutes, I was marveling at the shots. Sure. And I was marveling sure. at how, at, at the tracking of what, okay. Here's Tom Hanks walking into the room. Camera follows him. He walks in front of the camera by Meryl Streep. Down sits down over here, and I, and I was like, "Holy shit!" The guy is a technical. Like the guy is a, is a, is a it's a master class yeah. in directing. He's 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 amazing filmmaker. He just happened to pick a subject that like I don't I, I, that was it was pretty boring to me. I, you have seen having seen the whole thing. Yeah, lot of stacks of papers. Well, a lot of papers going. Into briefcases, sure. a lot of papers coming out of filing of cabinets. Like, a lot of a lot of papers. Actors looking at papers. Looking at papers. Now I've seen and, that. <laughs> I've seen that done well, sure. and Spielberg's sure. doing it pretty well. Sure. Uh, it's you know it's funny. Another micro genre we might want to get into one time is newspaper movies because there's sure. there's, there's very few that are small. That are yep. Yep. And uh, some of them are great. The Post is undoubtedly. A good movie, maybe even a great movie. You know, I didn't I mean? but, see the end of it. But I know I how it of, happened, But like, I, I sort of walked out of the post, like I walked out of Dunkirk, where I'm like, oh, of course, you know, like this is this. I the, just this wasn't is an enough movie. moved by. Um, God, I was just so I wasn't bored because again, I was I was marveling at the cinematography and the and the direction and the and the shots and the and the light, you know, and and being like, this is fun. And forgetting what the actors were even saying. Right. And being like, uh, you know, another funny thing that I saw is like if they made that movie now, it would just be a lot of shot of zip drives. One little tiny totally. zip drive. Yeah, exactly. They'd be, yeah. They'd be like, yeah. here. I mean, like there's a scene in the, you know, like where there's like stacks of papers on right. the hotel, on the two beds in the hotel room. Yeah. And they're just – both beds, both double beds are full of stacks of paper. Yeah. And, and you're like, oh, shit. In this day and age, all that shit would be on one little thumb drive and they'd be right. like – here you go. Less cinematic screen. for sure. Way less you know? cinematic. Way, yeah. way you, you can't even look at a thumb drive. Yeah. For for you know, and they'd but walk in and they'd be it, like, you gotta check this out. And Tom Hanks is like, holy shit. And you don't even see what he's seeing. Yeah. You just see the back of the paper. Well, and that's what why he's like, looking at. And to you're me, like, and we'll you know, get into actors in a minute. I mean, yeah. in which Tom Hanks didn't get nominated, but the strength of that movie to me is in Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep and the performances. And because again, in order for those papers to look to have the magnitude Spielberg wants them to, you need to cut to Hanks or Meryl Streep. Being oh, sure, like, holy fucking complete, shit! Look definitely. at those papers, and I'm sure. like, oh shit, those papers must be a big goddamn deal because yeah. Tom Hanks is bugging out over them. Because you know? we're not going to show shots of the words. <laughs> right, gonna, you know, and gonna, you know what I did. You know. What, what I really did love about that movie too is when you see the whole thing. Maybe you'll check it out. Uh, the, the when they the idea that you used to have to print a paper at a certain time, 
And oh, if, yeah. you, and if oh, you didn't make the decision to print sure. the paper at a certain time, you were fucked. You know, so like yeah. the, the, the culminating stop the presses. Yeah, it's a real well, thing. And yeah. like the culminating move is like you, they cut, they keep cutting to like the dudes in the basement where they actually print the paper. And there's like twenty guys, thirty guys, people actually placing little pieces of iron yep. to set the type and yeah. this whole sort of thing. Yeah. And they're waiting for like Hanks and Streep to get done. Funny, with it their, reminded me of in a weird way. Of the people shoveling coal in the Titanic. Totally, exactly. It's where you're like, 100%. You're like, this is what actually goes on yeah. to keep this giant, enormous ocean liner going across the ocean. It's dudes shoveling coal into fire totally. or people putting literal letters yeah. in, in print. And to, you know. when Spielberg put the camera on these old-timey machines sure. that are, like you said, now yep. it's a flash drive. Now it's you press print yeah. and it comes out of the laser printer. This this thing was enormous. We're talking it's yeah, a, yeah. it's a warehouse sure. size thing with papers flying around yeah. everywhere. So it's kind of like, <laughs> and again, obviously in today's political climate, the 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 theme being, well, we have to get this sure. right. You know, and that's if we're what wrong it has about going this, for it that I, you know? having not even seen the ending though, and but yeah. you know, it was okay. It's more timely now than it would have been five years sure. ago. Or Which five, again, no. in a weird way, had me kind of like, all right, I get that too. Sure, like I get it. You know, so it's a great movie. It just it left me with. Well, of course. They're going to nominate this for a dozen Oscars. Next know? one. Uh, the Shape of Water. You got it. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Uh, I movie. think as I said before, I was uh, uh, I was a little um, – we, we actually, we talked about it in the other podcast. Yeah. Uh, but so, so, so to say it again here, um, I'd heard so many good things about it. Right. And it is nominated for so many – Golden Globes, and so you know, and it was just a simple love story that I kind of enjoyed, right? I, the, you know, well, what I will say, it had going for it, like again, for, as far as like, like a trip to the movies go, it's the whole package, like the sets, yeah, oh, sure, the sure, costumes, sure. Richard the makeup, Jenkins, uh, Octavia, uh, um, acting, uh, was, uh, everyone in like, it, every story, every character had a story. Absolutely. There was no ancillary. Who's Zod? What's Zod? Michael Shannon is Michael Shannon. I got to say, well, well, I saw it with and, a, a Q and A. You may have seen if you follow us on Instagram. Yeah, you may have sure. seen a shot from my Q and A. The whole cast I love was that there. guy, by the way. Michael I Shannon, love well, Michael Shannon. When, when uh, he came out on the stage, uh, this dude just exudes an intensity, like he does in his movies. Well, even even just him standing there alone, he's he's such an odd looking man. Yeah, and I was like, holy and shit! And the presence he has, and the like. Um, the whole thing, the thing with you saw this, so you you see the shape. You saw Absolutely, it. yeah. So shape of water, like honestly, for the first couple of scenes that I saw him, I was like, "Do they want me to like him?" Right, sure. Yeah, it was a slightly is, charming. Is he you know? is he just a guy that's a little bit yeah misogynistic, right? Or is he a guy that's just a little bit sexist, or you know? But but because of the time that we're talking about this right. movie's taking place in. Or, or at the end, you're like, no, he's a full on. <laughs> he's a full like, on, full on, fucking awful person. He, he's terrible. Right. But, uh, but I liked that I didn't know that right off totally. the bat. Yeah. That I that I was like, oh, this is the bad guy. Yeah. This is the, you know, I, and I did. I, I you know what? I really enjoyed the Shape of Water. I expected it to be more than just a modern day splash. I will set say in, again now. You know, uh, it's it's funny, and I overheard somebody talking saying the exact same sentiment when I was leaving the Q and A. I found that I was a little bit underwhelmed by the movie at the end of it. But then after 20 minutes of listening to like Guillermo del Toro talk about it, sure. all of a sudden I was sort of like, like, holy shit, this movie fucking yep, rules. Absolutely. And uh, sure enough, as I'm going out, I overheard some dude being like, yeah, I mean, I thought the Q&A was great, but 
not every movie has a Q&A after it. And I'm like, that's true. Like if I, if I had not sat it, there for the Q&A, sure. I would have been like, it's sure. a good movie. Yeah. But literally, after, yeah. like Guillermo del Toro, he's, you know, sure. listening to him talk about the sure. thoughts that went into it, the design phase, sure. and all these things. I'm like, holy shit, this movie fucking rules. Is that Guillermo's boy playing uh... – Oh yeah, totally. It's Doug Jones. It is okay. Yeah, I Doug Jones. Okay, absolutely. Yep. He was at the Q and A uh, too, and this dude's oh really lanky as fuck. Oh, man. of course. Yeah, you he's know? he's like a C three PO. Totally. He's like a, he's an Anthony Daniel. Like he's and he's, he's great. A, like he's, he's a we, he's, he's, he's amazing a, in that movie. Yeah, totally. You know? And and you know, there's also a thing that like you know we can get to best actor. You know like you know who, uh, and and you know who wasn't nominated for best actor? Tom Hanks. Well, no. Um. Uh. He plays an ape, but he was also oh, yeah, Gollum. Sure. Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis. Yeah. You're like, I'll throw Doug Jones or Andy Serkis above a couple of the leading actors in this in in this show. You know, like or even supporting as, actors. You know, really absolutely you know, like, in the supporting. You know, but let's finish out the best picture. Yeah. Let's so then there's the, three billboards, know. which I haven't seen, and I'm in this another movie. I'm you know kicking what? myself for you not sh- seeing. It. And you should. It looks right. It's a great fucking movie. Is that your and pick? It it's a really really good movie. Um, okay. I saw that with a Q and A afterwards after it at MoMA, and Sam Rockwell spoke. And, that dude um, makes every movie better. Uh, it uh, it does, bit, right? A but bit. that movie was good anyway, sure. and it is good anyway. It didn't and even need the Rockwell. It didn't even need Rock. And uh, listen, I'm a huge Sam Rockwell fan. I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big Woody Harrelson fan, and I'm a giant Francis McDormand fan. Yeah. And they they made this really great, emotional, sad, funny. Uh, surprising move. Like I didn't know at any point what was going to happen next. Sure, I, I didn't think like, oh, he's going to do. Like, in fact, there were a couple of scenes where I'm like, holy shit, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, where you're like, that 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 takes a lot to 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 in a movie to get that to for me to have that reaction. Right, where I can't kind of even like predict something coming. And this was the perfect example. Unlike the Shape of Water, where I was kind of like, I hope they're throwing me a loop. At some point, and they right. didn't. Yeah. It was still a decent movie, but it was kind of like beat for beat, exa- you know. And yet, the three billboards was just it was it was it was. If if I'm looking at these nine, that's my pick for best picture of of you know having only seen five of them, right? But you know, for but uh, four and a half or what you know. But now is that's that your my pick, pick? Your pick, not what you think will win. It's not what I think will win. Okay. Um, I don't even know what I think would win. Oh, you know what? Um, Shape. I mean, it's it's not. Uh, no, be- I, you know what? I'll I'll go as far as to say, and you know, let's see what afterwards that it could definitely win. The Shape of Water. Yeah. No, no, billboards. no. Three billboards. Interesting. Um, I, I think it should I win. I don't think it's going to be Lady Bird Get Out or Call win. Me by Your Name. No, I don't think it's going to be. I don't. Uh, you know, I don't even think Darkest Hour is going to win. I think right. though there though it might win for Gary Oldman, and uh, you know. And who, dude, you know, who fucking, that, that, the beauty of the Oscars is all of a sudden Get Out wins. Totally. And you're like, people are like, you know. Well, also with nine, it's kind of like so many people are voting, that there's so many votes yep. being split yep. that who knows, you know. Um, so that's, the, those yeah, are the honestly, nine right like, there. Uh, you know, you if, know. It, and it's funny, like, even though I was sort of in the camp that it's like, well, Get Out's not an Oscar movie. Again, looking at this list and what I've actually watched, it's the best one I saw. Sure. You know, I mean, I haven't seen Three Billboards, but you know what I mean. I liked see, it better three, than th- th- see Three Billboards. Yeah. It's 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 a really really good. I'm going to try to watch and most I, of these between you now. Know, and yeah, I, you know, there's only there's only so many hours in the day. I, I'd love to see Lady Bird. I'd love to see Dunkirk, and I'd love to see Darkest Hour right. before the Oscars. Um, 
So, you know, we've already done it. We did just a number on, on just I mean, Best Picture. We didn't even yeah. start the timer this time. That's fine. I mean, that's there's fine. no point to but it. We're yeah. gonna, exactly. We're going to – well, so we're going to – and, you know, now there's significant – there's almost half the amount of nominations from right. going on. And we're going to skip a little bit. Let's jump right into to, to, to Actress. Okay, Actress. Okay, great. Uh... I love Sally Hawkins. I loved her in The Shape of Water. Right. I loved Frances McDormand. In three, I'm sorry, so I guess we should list them. Sally Hawkins for The Shape of Water. Yeah. Frances McDormand for Three Billboards. Margot Robbie for I, Tanya. Saoirse Ronan for, Saoirse. for Saoirse, Saoirse. Saoirse Ronan for Lady Bird. And Meryl Streep for The Post. First of all, let's get Meryl Streep like right out of here. I can already say. She's not going to win for The Post. Like, is there, have we not done enough for Meryl Streep? Listen. I love her. She's a great actress. We all love her. She's a great actress. All, but you know what? She's basically like. And even in that even in that movie, I'm like, oh, she was fine. But was she? Here's my thing. I have no idea who the woman is right. that she's portraying. Like, if she's even doing an accurate portrayal well, of I that woman. Well, I can tell woman, you this. I guarantee she was. Like, that's the, probably. That's, that's the streep guarantee. And yet, at the same time, I'm kind of like, but who cares? Right. She's just playing a lady. A random lady who, ju- you know. Right. Whereas. Sally Hawkins didn't say one word in that whole movie. Right. Um, Frances McDormand acts the shit out of right. three billboards. Um, I'm going to go, you know, I, not have even seen it. Yeah. I'm going to go Frances McD is who I would like to see win this thing. Um, I'd, I, I would like to see Sally or Frances win this. Okay. And if I had to pick a third, I'd like to see Sersha. Sersha. You know, uh, it's just funny. because I was it's always about... fun to give the young girl, the, right. the, the, the newbie. It's totally. always, the, you know, the academy well, sometimes funny. you it's give them like somebody, a, a I was Jennifer talking Lawrence to... or someone. You're like, oh, you know. I was talking to somebody the other day who had just seen Three Billboards and she was like, oh, Frances McDormand's amazing. She's she's one of those like underrated actresses. I've loved her since Dark Man. But, but I was kind of okay. like, well, underrated. I mean, she's rated. Yeah. Like, we've nominated, she's... she's been nominated for five Oscars. She's been... Like <laughs> she's won one. Sure. Like she's, it's not like. No, she deserves everything she gets. No, like she's she's almost second to Meryl Streep. Right. Let's slow she's, down. She's let's slow down with the underrated. She well, she you know every other person on that list, she's the second after Meryl Streep. Absolutely, easily. totally. No one else has even been nominated on that list. Right. Sally Hawkins, I think, was up for best supporting for Blue Jasmine, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, we'll okay. Have to check the research. You know on what? That, but she's also great in Paddington. Sally Hawkins is a great actress. Uh, you know, it's a, it, I'll tell you what, this is a tight race. <laughs> it's a tight race. These are phenomenal performers right here. I'm going to tell you something. I've got a little bit of a crush on Sally Hawkins. Oh, interesting. So that's yeah. kind of maybe invading your choices a little bit. Maybe. Maybe. She, you know, she, I mean, she, you're saying I'm it. Not, I wouldn't say I'm attracted to her in The Shape of Water. I was more attracted to her. Oh, I guess we did start the timer. Maybe it maybe started late. Who knows? I don't know what's going on with that. Timer. I, I don't know either. But you know, so That might uh, even be, be like the Oscar committee being like, guys, come on. With, <laughs> That's, we're being played off. <laughs> Bill Conti well, just queued up. What the I music. did like, well, uh, I did find her. Attra- I do find her attractive in in Paddington. I find, like she's made particularly. What's the word I'm looking for in The Shape of Water? She's made to be the wallflower, the right. the the demure, the 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 not the, the unseen, sexy. the unseen. She's, she's a cleaning lady. Sure. She's not anything. Right. She, she's you know. Um, uh, You're into that. Uh, Margot Robbie, who I find attractive, certainly as right. uh, uh, in no crushes aside, though, if I may. Oh like, no, sure, you know, but I'm saying like you're playing, you're way too attractive to play Tanya Harding. Was my thing? Sure, I guess. In, but in, in, like you, you, that was something that to I'm, me, having not even seen I Tanya yet, and I'm not judging her acting this. I'm like, they you. Well, I, I'm gonna, but I will say, if I may, that. Uh, 
every actor or maybe most actors who played a real person in real life was probably too attractive to play that person. I guess. You know what I mean? Like there's she no. She seems exponentially so more so. I, maybe. I've worked with Tanya Harding. Okay. She was on. Uh, uh, name she, dropping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that a name? Yeah, sure. But to, uh, I worked with her on, uh, uh, you know, she was on the show I did for a few years uh, called World's Dumbest. Right. And, um, and you, you obviously passed her prime then. Right. But, you know, I'm like, you know, um, Margot Robbie as, as, um, Harley Quinn, you're like, oh my gosh, she's kind of, you know, there's obviously they're sexing her up, but you know, you can only, it's kind of, I'm trying to think of another movie where they made, where they tried to really downplay someone's beauty as much as they could have. I think anytime you're going to put a, you know, actress in a a Charlize Theron in Monster, I think would be the. Oh, but but she looked horrible in Monster. Well, isn't that what you're, I don't know, then what do you mean? I'm saying she didn't look horrible enough in I, Tanya. Okay. Right. I'm saying sure. she didn't look she right. still looked like she just like looked like a white trash Margot Robbie. Right. She didn't look like Tanya Hart. Right. So she lose so she's not your pick for best I, she's definitely not my pick. She's too attractive. And, and like I said, you know, I'm I'm we're we're throwing Meryl right out because right. she's one too many. So and not even who deserves it. Right. But she's but it's a little bit of who I'd like to win it and sure. who does you know I'd like to see Sally Hawkins or Frances McDormand win it. Right. I think I, I'm probably, and, and I, again, like not having seen these, I have a strong feeling that Frances McDee is the best out of these people. Uh, Just because, uh, I mean. I, she, of the, of the she, two that I've seen of those, or the two, the two and a half. She is, she's an actor that, yeah. to me, yep. 100% always delivers. Absolutely. Like, and, she's, and, you know, Sam Rockwell always makes movies a little bit better. Yep. I feel like McDee yep. is the same thing. You're totally right. You know, like even Almost Famous, which is a movie that I didn't yep. like. Oh, sure. She no, was nominated no, for an Oscar. She is sure, the sure, best sure. part of that yep. movie. You know? Um, well, let's then move it on to leading to the best actor. Okay. So I don't want to make it seem like, I mean, obviously, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis is a great actor. Sure. But I but enough with the Daniel Day-Lewis. Sure. Like, do sure. we have to well, nominate let's him throw every him time? out the way yeah, we so threw out Meryl Streep. Right. Uh, I loved uh, Daniel. So who do we got? Kalu- give us the nominations. Kalua. All right. So there's Timothy Chalamet, yep. call me by your name, Daniel Day-Lewis, uh, Daniel Kalua, and I feel like I'm mm-hmm. butchering his name and I feel like a dick for doing it, uh, Gary Oldman for The Darkest Hour, and Denzel for Roman J. Israel Esquire, a movie that came and went before anyone knew it was even a thing. I'll tell you one thing about this category is that Denzel Washington, when I saw the trailer for this, and I saw it like three or four times. I thought it looked pretty good, actually. Well, I looked into I was like, oh, this is funny because I thought he was playing it almost as a comedy. Sure. And I thought that, is it a true story? I don't know if it's a true story. I don't even know either. But, it's, but I was kind of like, I was so surprised that they nominated him right. for best actor that I was like, really? For the guy wearing the funny, like, oversized suit? A movie that was critically and, panned across the board and was a flop. <laughs> Completely. That I was like, what? But Denzel's one of those actors that they're like, sure. he's he's a Daniel Day-Lewis where it's like, yeah. he, he did a thing this year, give him a nomination. Yeah. He does it more than Daniel Day. Sure. But he's oh, the we, same type of guy where it's kind of like, and I'm um, sure he's great, you know. And you know, you know what would be great? Uh, you know, I think Gary Oldman's going to win it. Okay. I, I I look at the scene, and I haven't seen Darkest Hour, but I've seen a couple of scenes from that movie. Right. And if he doesn't win for Best Actor, someone should win for Best Makeup Effect. Or spe- like, that guy does not look at all like Gary fucking Oldman. Sure. He looks like Winston Churchill. Right. And you're like, holy shit. It's up for makeup. Like, 
Is it? Well, then it should goddamn win for that because, holy cow, I don't know if I've ever seen a movie. Now, let's go back. Gary Oldman's a chameleon. That guy is, it looks different in every single movie he's in. Sure. <coughs> Excuse me, and looks and and acts differently. He's he, uh, I love Gary Oldman. Yeah, uh, from the professional to to, to Fifth Element to yeah, true to, romance, to uh, everything, killing Ev- Romeo, everything, everything. Totally. To to Harry Potter, Sirius Black and Harry Potter, like yeah. he is an, an extraordinary actor. But you always kind of can see that it's Gary Oldman. So let's give that maybe up to the best makeup effect. Sure. But like also the fact that when I'm watching that guy, I'm like, I don't hear Gary Oldman. I don't see any mannerisms right. of Gary Oldman. I'm like, holy shit, that guy fucking looks like. Du-. Sidebar, my wife's father, my father-in-law, okay, Jim, uh, Jim Lyko, know Jimbo Lyko. You've met him. Nice, out, you nice know? young man. Um, he he is uh, a huge Winston Churchill fan, and um, has uh, some as uh, a painting in the house. Winston Churchill has tons of books, and he just a, just loves you know so. Me and just in the last ten years of being ready to move, I've, I've picked up these books. I've flipped through them. And you've I've, gained I've, an interest. I've read a little bit, you know. Right. And and so I've I've seen candid photos of this guy, not just staged photos or you know like. And Gary Oldman looks exactly fucking like this guy. Like he's like like not even like a little bit like him. Like sure. someone might look like Nixon when they play him, or right. someone might look like you know. You're like. Or even the way Daniel Day looked kind of like Lincoln. Sure. Right. You're like, this guy looks fucking exactly like fucking Winston Churchill. Right. And having never seen Winston Churchill in the flesh, I don't know how much right. he acts like. But like, so I think, I think, Dan, I think, the, I think that Gary Oldman's going to win. Yeah, I think Gary Oldman. Would Oldman's- it be great if fucking Daniel Kaluuya won? Sure. Sure. Um, because I thought that was a great performance as well. Fantastic, and he was great. You know, and, and, and that he was carried a that where, like, movie on his shoulders. When I saw know. that nomination, I'm like, well, there's no question. Mm-hmm. Like he was great. That was one of the best performances, and he he was killed it. Uh, I haven't seen you know have you know listen. I haven't seen Call Me by Your Name. A lot of people are really loving that movie too. Right. And I you know and I, I don't deny that I'm sure Timothy Timothy he's got a little funny thing over the one right. of the E's. It at looks the end like of he's, he's got two E's at the end of yeah. and a thing over one. I'm of going them. Timothy. Timothy. You know, I feel bad. You know, I, I all my research in terms of pronunciation went to Saoirse Ronan. That's really all I did. I feel bad. It was the only like I was like, oh, how am I going to sure. say Saoirse Ronan? You know, but uh, so you know, I'd like to see Gary Oldman win, or 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 Daniel Kaluuya win. You know, sure. um, I, like again, we, we we've get, we've given it to we, you know Dan. Uh, Gary Denzel. Oldman hasn't really been accoladed uh, as no, much as he should. Not been, right? the way. I mean, no, for, for I'm sure the, he's been for, nominated a couple that times. That guy deserves some kind of a of a of a you know. What's the word they give? You know, like how awesome you've been for the last. They should just years give him one every year. Just be like, thanks for doing all the stuff, dude. Thanks for doing all the stuff. You know. Uh, all right, let's move on to, to to actress in a supporting role. All right, so uh, okay, so we've got Mary J. Blige from Mudbound. Yep. Allison Janney from I Tanya. Yep. Leslie Manville from Phantom Thread. Yep. Laurie Metcalf from sure. Lady Bird. Octavia Spencer from The Shape of Water. Okay. Uh, first of all, Mary J. Blige in Mudbound, as fantastic as she was. I didn't even know that was eligible for an Oscar. You brought this up earlier when we were spoken like, today about it. It's a Netflix like, original. And you know what? November 17th, they released it in theaters. Right. They dipped it into the theater just for a minute. And that seems to be so that's they can get the qualifying. Right. And there was enough people talking enough good things about that movie, having seen it on or, or 
having seen it before it even came out, they were like, right. drop this in the theaters for at least a week so that we can be eligible for the for the Academy Awards, right? And because you're right, all of a sudden we're nominating Netflix movies right. for good for, for, fucking, and it is, for, it's, for Academy it's Awards. A good movie, not great. I mean, if you're gonna didn't see if it, if you're but, gonna give okay. it nominations, MJB should be the one. Okay, and the cinematographer also got nominated. Okay. Who's the first female cinematographer ever nominated for? Oh wow, film. yeah. So okay. that's uh, uh, kudos to her indeed. Uh, and it's great. It's shot wonderfully. It really, you know, it's like takes place in just muddy farmland, sure. you know, in the south, and it's just <clears> grotesque. So. Uh, but yeah, MJB was great. Uh, as a huge Laurie Metcalf fan and an Allison Janney fan, I'm an Allison Janney. I want to give. Those I are don't my think picks. she's going to win Fried Tiny, but who knows? You know, I would love to see Laurie Metcalf uh, win. For, I kind of feel Lady like Bird. she's a shoe in, <clears throat> and I hope so. You know, there's a woman that's been like I saw her in broad on Broadway in um, Misery. Oh right, she was the Annie. Annie Wilkes? Annie, uh, Annie I Wilkes. Annie uh, Wilkes. She was – to Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis was the James Conroll. Well, I mean, she was up against Bruce and, Willis, though. Oh, yeah, so, come so on, you be dubs. Be dubs in the bed. Like, and Laurie Metcalf. How are you going to upstage that? You know, you know, <laughs> like, and she was great. Um, uh, here's my thing. Octavia Spencer, fun, not not anything really worth writing home about. I thought she was great. I think she was one of my she favorite movies. Movie, you know? I guess, I, you know, my, I was like, if you're looking at the other, the other actresses that have – for movies I haven't even seen yet, I'm like – I'm throwing Laurie Metcalf in for Lady Bird, having not even seen it. Yeah. Or, or you know, or maybe even you know, um, an Allison Janney for Itania because it, did she win for the the Globe? I forget if if, if Janney won for. Um, uh, I don't know if she's but, a, you know if she's a winner. I didn't see Mudbound. Uh, MJB's know. she's great, but you know, again, I think it's it's a Netflix movie, and I feel like the Academy is going to be like, fuck Mudbound. You know? Oh sure, well, you, it was nice just to be nominated in that totally. movie. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But that's and, and again, Mary sure. J. Blige killed. You know, she was great. In five years from now, we could have five nominated Netflix movies for Best Picture. Totally. But right now, it's like, and by you know the time what? like you're no- still just Netflix, and the, the Academy still has to acknowledge, hey, listen, Netflix, you're outside the studio, right? The studio, and Netflix is going to be game. like, well, in yeah. five years, there's not going to be theaters anymore, so we'll see. Sure, you then. and it was, you know, and there was a time when Netflix shows weren't nominated for Emmys either. Right. And there was a time when HBO shows weren't nominated for Emmys either. It was yeah. just television, you know. But it's like that's changing. The, the you know there's there's been a there's been a, a sea change, and it's like and like I said, in, in five or six years, you could have three or four Netflix nominated totally. movies for for. They're going to do know. like a Netflix awards. It's going to be the Netflix Oscars. <laughs> the Netflix awards. <laughs> you know. You know? Uh, all right, let's jump on to actor in a supporting role. I'm going Richard Jenkins. Uh, I love that guy. What do we got here? We all got right. Willem Dafoe. Uh, Willem Dafoe in The Florida Project. Yep. Woody Harrelson, Three Billboards. Yep. Richard Jenkins, Shape Water. Yep. Christopher Plummer, All the Money in the World. Yep. Sam Rockwell, Three Billboards. Okay. Uh, you know, again, Richard Jenkins is my dog. Yeah, I love Richard Jenkins. Uh, uh, you know, um, I think this is going to Woody Harrelson or um, Sam Rockwell. I feel like Plummer's an interesting call in there. I, I do, weird, too. The, I think it was almost like a... Let's purposely snub. What? <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. No, no, for real. I was kind of like. Let's purposely fucking snub uh, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Because, listen, who saw all the money in the world? Nobody. Right. Now, and there, there's a movie that was not on my radar at all. Until except Kevin, for Kevin Spacey, Spacey got excised out right. of it. Right. You know? And listen, I enjoy Christopher Plummer in. You know, uh, uh, Sound of Music. Many, many movies. <laughs> sure, sure. I, I, but but like, I'm not running out, and I'm not saying he's bad in this. I haven't seen it. Um, I'm sure Plum Dog did his job, but I, again, I feel like you're coming in at the eleventh hour. Yep. 
I was I was trying to compare it. It was a bad sports analogy. Uh, but I was like, it's kind of like the relief pitcher gets the win on this one. Oh, sure. You know, it's kind of like well, everything uh, was also, done. Yeah, you yeah, showed yeah, up yeah, in sure, the, for a couple sure. weeks yeah. and banged it out. And, you know, granted, he did everything that Spacey did and more probably without the prosthetics. And, and I will you know, say he also like, did it in nine days. Like when I saw re- the trailer. He reshoots. He did some in nine days. And he did, you know, so you're like, pre, okay. Pre-Spacey uh, yeah. being exiled. Yeah. Uh, when, I remember when the trailer for All the Money in the World came out. It with was, Spacey. With Spacey. Yeah. I remember looking at it being like, oh, there's Spacey wearing a bunch in of makeup to makeup. look like yeah, an old sure, person sure, in the same sure. way that Gary Oldman doesn't look weird. And you're all, well, exactly. So well, there's an example of, you know, sure. So at and minimum, when I The funny I thing see, was, he wanted Plummer. Totally, exactly. And right. Plummer wasn't available. Right. Or, or had set an issue. So he had to go to Spacey and be like, put makeup on him. And you're like, right. why not get another old dude? Is there is there no you one that's old enough? You can't find another is old Anthony dude. Is Anthony Hopkins it's not, not available? Like we're, you know, it's almost like... Ages of like weird kind of like, well, we're going to cast, we, we cast that white actor in the role of an Asian guy. We're going to cast this younger. We can't find right, we can't just another find appropriately aged actor that look, we have to put makeup on him to make him older. Like So when they recast, they were like, when they released the they shit. They went back to him. He's like, oh, I'm available now. Right. And they're like, we don't need you for nine days. You come in and you do these shoots. He's like, okay. And I will say like the images that I saw from the movie with, with Plummer, I was kind of like, Oh, this looks more like it. Well, this at least sure. looks more like this it more... than Kevin Spacey yeah. wearing a Halloween mask. I feel now, like this is, you know. I will say one thing. I love Willem Dafoe. Right. I haven't seen The Florida Project. I know I'm going to love it. Something I've told okay. you about, you know about me, is I love Winter's Bone movies. I love these sure. weird movies yeah. about these, these, these parts of America where I've never seen before and I sure. don't experience. And they're so far removed from... From my world, and and uh, I I have a I have a strong feeling that I'm really gonna like the Florida Project. Okay, um, and uh, that doesn't mean I think he should win, or sure. I even have yeah, any sure idea whether he's good in it. But um, I like Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe is great. You know, um, I have seen Three Billboards, and Woody Harrelson. And Sam Rockwell are both outstanding. It's in great it. that you. It's rare and that you have the that guys competing totally. for the same role. I would give this to Sam Rockwell, though. Rockwell. Uh, spoiler alert. You want one? Uh, I don't really. Yeah, whatever. We're po- give, give me the spoiler. Woody dies uh, halfway through the movie. Okay. So he's not even in it as much as Sam Rockwell. So like Ro- Sam Rockwell, Rockwell is for sure. Is Sam Rockwell? You know, Woody Harrelson. He's great in the first, you know, half hour, forty minutes. Sure. But Sam Rockwell is great in it for ninety minutes. Sure. And so he's, you know, like you got to give him the and edge. I'm, and I'm giving him, you know, I'm giving him the edge of the two. Don't get me wrong. I love Richard Jenkins. Yeah. I kind of find his role a little bit, not of a throwaway, but like it was it was a fun, quirky role. And sure. I, and, 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 and I loved his story. Like one of the things I loved about Shape Water in general I did too. is that all of the supporting I, I characters had their own Absolutely. thing going on. Yep. And I thought Richard Jenkins was yep. a, a great story when, and his when, performance. And, and not great. to spoil it for anyone who watched it, but like when the guy in the diner, the, the you know, rebuffed him, his advances, yeah. you know. And he was then all in to be like, all right, I'll help you save this. Yeah, I'm going to save I'll help, help you save, save the merman. Uh, you yeah. know, I'm like, oh, cool. You know, like, you know. and there's hope I, you know, of love somewhere else in the world, I'm going to try to support and it. And I'm going to do it, it for, yeah. And, and, so and Jenkins, I do appreciate he, he that, killed you know. Him, you know? Um, director. All right. So director, here's here's the question I have about director. Hit me. Okay. And I guess the same question would go for best picture. Does scope matter when it comes to director? Like, in other words... It, like let, let's imagine, if you will, <clears throat> Dunkirk, 
Okay. Sure. And Versus Dun- Dunkirk and Shape of Water on one end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Then you've got Lady Bird and Get Out on the other end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. and Phantom Thread somewhere in somewhere, the middle. Somewhere in the somewhere middle. In the middle. Yeah, sure. Like, like what, are we, what are we looking at? What Guillermo del Toro put on screen versus what Greta Gerwig did. And I'm eliminating story necessarily in characters. You know, so does scope matter well, to you? Um, it does to a certain degree. Right. And this is where I would give the advantage slightly to something like Dunkirk, where right. you're like, holy shit, you're filming on the ocean. Right. You're filming planes in the air. Right. You're filming pla- like a massive scope of something, whereas in The Shape of Water, you're filming in a controlled set in a room. Sure. In a, in a, in a with water amazing tank. sets and amazing uh, totally. special effects. No, no and, you doubt. Know. And, you know, and something like Get Out, you're filming in a house in, like, right. you know, uh, probably Connecticut somewhere. You know, like, uh, whereas something like even Phantom Thread, where every single set had to be reconstructed for the timepiece yeah. and the time of day, that, uh, the time, the era that it was done in, does 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 it matter? Does uh... so using Dunkirk? Let's put it this way. All right, uh, no one could have done Dunkirk except for Christopher Nolan. Like Greta Gerwig could not have directed Dunkirk. No, um... Christopher Nolan could have directed Lady Bird. Other people could have directed Get Out. Other people now. Other people could other people have directed The Shape of Water? Probably not. Maybe. Probably. That's you know? what I'm saying. You know, you're right. Maybe I, you know, Pete so, Jackson. He's it. Um, but so I guess what I'm what I'm trying to get at, and this is not to take away anything from Greta Gerwig, because sure. the, the opposite conversation is, while I didn't connect with any of the characters in Dunkirk, what Lady Bird delivers is a character piece that I'm sure is like emotional, and you follow it, and it hits yes. you on a deep. Yes. So, like, what is the job of the director? Is is are you looking to make a connection? Well, if we're literally going to cinematic- talk about what the director is, it's it's the guy that got the best fucking performances out of those actors. It isn't even the scope, which you could argue was done somewhat to a certain degree by the cinematographer right. or by the shots. How you're like, okay, we're going to shoot this in front of a green screen. No, fuck it, we're going to shoot this out on the ocean. Right. With, you know. And to a certain extent, Christopher Nolan, you he's know, hiring guys that know how to fly planes, and he's hiring exactly. Are, he know. wasn't in a plane with a camera right. on his shoulder saying, uh, "With Tom Hardy, right? Holy shit, we got you know what I'm saying." So, so, so to a degree, but he was getting those actors to emote. He was saying, "Tom Hardy, no, no, no. next take, I want you to fucking be more scared." Or right. I now, meanwhile, to Tom Hardy's more... doing. He's Tom Hardy's Bane in this movie, by the sure. way. You don't see his face yeah. at all. Yeah, no, it's just great. It's another, uh, uh, you know. I love that guy. I love Tom Hardy. Uh, I'll, I'll, sure. I'll see Tom Hardy in just Absolutely, about, you know. Yeah. Um, but so eliminating scope from the conversation, if, if the idea is to, you know, again, I connected with more characters in Get Out mm-hmm. than I did in Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. So if that's what we're talking about, I go Jordan Peele over Christopher sure. Nolan no, in no, a weird no, sort of it, way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I enjoyed Get Out on a character level But let's level be honest. Like, there, there was nothing. Get Out is low end on the scope. Totally. And and there weren't even any crazy cool shots or even any oh uh, the the underneath crazy, was pretty cool shit yeah a little was bit some interesting but, ideas but there wasn't even any crazy like um, there was some visual pizzazz that I thought yeah was but which I guess again are you are we gonna get that to the cinematographer we're we gonna get that to the director who was able to make well it's it's certainly you know, Jordan Peele who was like here's what it needs to look like right it's sure, the sure, same sure. as being you like know, he, now um, I need a, some cameras on planes you know <laughs> sure sure we need. A camera behind, um, what's her name doing the tea? 
Right, exactly. We need Catherine Keener. Keener. We, we need a close-up on we, that We need team. a lockdown shot behind yeah. Catherine Keener. Or we, need, we need a close-up uh, of, 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 of a but spoon and like, tea. But the idea of, like, Get Out and, you know, some of the great scenes in Get Out, like, uh, spoiler alert, when he decides to pick through the chair to get the stuffing out of the chair to block his ears so oh, he sure. doesn't hear the dingling. Oh, no. And I'm like, Absolutely. that's a great idea. Absolutely. And that came from Jordan Peele. Right. And the you're way right. – and as a director, he yeah. – he, telegraphed yeah, that sure. by showing that he had that nervous habit Absolutely. of, you know. So there's more interesting things going on from a story perspective sure. in Get Out and arguably in Lady Bird than anything in Dunkirk. Sure. And having not seen Lady Bird or Phantom Thread uh, or Dunkirk, uh, you know, I, I just, you know, just from the trailer alone, though, you watch Gun- Dunkirk and you're like, holy shit, there's, there's a lot going on here. Like, you know, an, an impressive scope, as you said, you know, like. Um, but again, no, no related, you know what, no you know characters. Tell you though, you know, you know what I'm annoyed didn't get nominated for best director. Uh, Dallas Villeneuve. Oh, for Blade Runner. You know, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, uh, that's another, you know, like the Oscar doesn't look in that direction. No, but that was a movie that I thought the direction was exquisite on. And maybe sure. it's because I saw it three times in the theater. <laughs> right. But I was like, this is a guy that got nuanced performances out of Every single actor totally. and combined with Roger Deakins as his DP got a movie that was just like I, – I honestly, I feel, I feel like 2040 – Blade Runner 2049 was robbed in a bunch of categories. Totally. You're right. It got it's a it. bunch of technical shit and it got a bunch of – you know, we'll, we'll, you know, later on down the line. But like I was I was like – did you know, like I, I just – I thought that uh, – hell, I would have given Best Supporting Actor to, to, to Ryan Gosling or even Love – What's her name? The the actress, the the the, the robot in twenty forty nine that played. You know, I don't oh know right, the actress, sure, you yeah, know. I, I forget um, her name, but yeah. And I was just bummed that you know we had some more kind of like like the Dunkirks or like the Phantom Threads when yeah. like we didn't throw it to Dillis right. Villeneuve or whatever. Villeneuve, yeah. like Villeneuve. You know, I got to say one thing though for dudes who at the beginning of this podcast claimed. We don't care about the Oscars. <laughs> we're kind of on par for our longest podcast sure, ever right now. Sure, we're definitely we're, – you know, <laughs> well, let's keep going. Let's do Foreign it. language film. I've seen none of them. Hold on. Let me consult. I may have seen one of them. A Fantastic Woman. All right. The Insult. Loveless. On Body and Soul and The Square. Uh, okay, I've seen none of them, but I do want to see The Square. Why? Uh, it looks good. What? Well, tell me oh, – because I have no idea what uh, you're – So like. The Square, it's – Elizabeth Moss is in it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about an art gallery, uh, and the leader of the art gallery has this human exhibit, and uh, it's this guy sort of all—he's acting like a monkey. He's basically doing Andy Circus in uh, the Apes movie, but okay. not with any CGI. He's just doing that at this really fancy like dinner party, and it's all about the relationship between this art gallery owner and Elizabeth Moss, who's a reporter, and okay. just his uh, attempts to sort of push the <clears throat> foreign language film because it's what you know is it is it I believe like... it's French. Okay. Yeah, I think Elizabeth. I think there's some English in it, which okay. is what Elizabeth Moss is all okay. about. Okay. But, uh... um, but it looks good. It's the only it's... well, it's we're we're coming to the part now where like a bunch of these movies we haven't seen before we get to some of the technical move technical awards for movies we have seen, but. Uh, I've also not seen any of the documentary shorts. Well, Edith plus Eddie, Heaven is a Traffic Jam on the 405, Heroin with an E. In yeah, parentheses. I think it's about, I believe it's about uh, female drug traffickers. Knife Skills and Traffic Stop. I'll tell you, 
Heaven is a Traffic Jam on the 405 is the most intriguingly titled. Uh, I'm going to say this about documentary short subjects. I've never seen any of them ever. <laughs> no. And you I know, don't mean – and I'm not hi- trying – You mean in the history of the Academy Awards? I've never – I have also never seen any of them. That doesn't mean that I want to completely pretend that they're not valid pieces no. of art. I'm sure they're all great. <laughs> but I've never – seen any of it. Even after the fact, when I hear what won, sometimes I'm like, oh, I should go see that. And then I never do. I've seen, now this is jumped down to a category. I've seen on occasion in some years, some of the live action shorts. Okay. But I have never, I will concur. Right. I don't believe I've ever seen any of the documentary shorts. Right. I may have seen a live action year. short once or twice. Right. But and I I've can't never, even... you know. So let's give it to, just for the fuck of it, Heaven is a traffic jam on the 405. Well, here's what I tend to do, though, yeah. in all honesty. And, like, this is wrong, and I lose every sure. time. Because th- these are – the categories we're talking about now are the ballot winners. Yeah. They're the oh, ones sure. that if you can – They're the ones if that if pool, you pick these out – you get these ones, yeah, you're going to win. And I mistakenly every year, I fuck vote for – I fuck them up because I vote for the one that I've heard of. I'm like, well, oh, I've well, heard sure. of that one. So sure. for me this year, heroin – I've heard of it. I've, I've okay. at least know of its existence. Don't give it to it then. Throw it out. Well, yeah. So I don't know what I'm going to do then. I'm knife skills. <laughs> and I'm going, heaven is a traffic jam on the 405. <laughs> All right. And I'll see you in March. I guess we <laughs> will. Yeah. The challenge is uh, on. Let's bring it on up to documentary feature. I've seen none of these either. Uh, okay. So documentary Abacus, feature. Okay. Small enough to jail. Faces places. Icarus. Last man in Aleppo. And Strong Island. I have seen Strong Island. You did? I have. Yes. What is it about? Uh, Strong Island is about a uh, murder case. On Long that, Island? Uh, on Long Island. Oh. That was- uh, I grew up just, on Long Island. Uh, just, you know, he, fun he, fact. He, I don't think you grew up in this town. I did not. Uh, I but did. it was- I'm, uh, all, I'm guessing. I'm, I'm it's, already. It's made- The, the director is the- uh, Long story short, a dude went to jail for murdering a person. Okay. But he was completely unjustly accused of murder- and it's one of those sort of like did not do it. Did not do it. Oh. Uh, you know, there was a lot of like lies and allegations. Okay. And, you know, uh, I'm sorry. I'm. We should edit it because I'm butchering the premise of this movie. It's it's a lie. The murder is actually the director's brother. He had a dispute with some guys who oh, wow. fixed his car, and he went in to dispute the charges or something like that. Oh, the people shit. in the garage. I read about this. Mistakenly yes. thought that he was being aggressive. Yes. And they shot him. And these guys never face jail time. They walk among a city. So the documentary is just all about that. That's right. The whole thing. So this, okay. this kid died and I read about no one paid now. the price okay. for it. Yeah. Interesting. So, Haven't seen any of them. Yeah. Don't know what, you know, like, let's give it to Strong Island just for the fun. I'm going to go Strong Island because yeah. I watched it. Yeah. You know, I watched it. Even though I just completely reversed the premise <laughs> okay. for a second. Sure. Uh, original score, um, I, you know, it's, I, I mean, really, I will I'll tell you one thing. I really enjoyed the music. Well, so original score, Dunkirk, Dunkirk, Phantom Thread, The Shape of Water, Star Wars The Last Jedi on three billboards outside Ebbing. Yeah. Um, I really – I saw Star Wars. I saw three billboards. I saw The Shape of Water. Um, I really enjoyed the music in The Shape of Water. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. I mean, I I love – I was humming it after seeing the movie, which is something I certainly didn't do after three billboards and – to a certain degree, uh, you know, there's there's always a Star Wars theme floating through my head at yeah. some point, but it wasn't something from the Last Jedi. It's right. the Imperial March from sure. 25 years ago. But let's be honest, you know, like I, I, you know, you saw Dunkirk. Dunkirk. I mean, I love Hans Zimmer. I mean, he's sure. obviously exactly know, he's the guy. But again, I, I like vote for these guys based on like, oh well, I know Hans Zimmer. I know. Well, here's the thing. You know George. what? I was also annoyed at 
that 2049 wasn't nominated sure. for some for for yeah. for a Hans Zimmer-esque score of the guy whose totally. name I don't remember that actually yeah. did, you know, that like Well, cuz talk about music that's lending itself to the story and the sure. atmospheric nature of it yep. and really bring it yeah, it's it's, it's true. And, and yeah, this, 2049 snubbed again on that. Um but well, you know, I, I like I said, I if I have I had to, I'd got to give it to Shape of Water just because I really enjoyed the music in that movie. Um, I'm going to go Star Wars just because whatever. Okay, like John Wars. Williams. Why not? Okay, you know, why not? We haven't given him enough stuff. So yeah. <laughs> animated feature film. Um, I've seen The Boss Baby. Okay. I've seen – I did not see The Breadwinner. No idea what that is. Didn't see The Breadwinner. I saw Coco. I've seen Ferdinand. And I know of Loving Vincent, but I have not seen it. I've seen none of these. Okay. I've seen none of these. Um, the Boss Baby is really bad. The Boss Baby looked stupid. My kids really liked it. I My it kids really liked it too, but it was really stupid. Sure. My kids are idiots. They're seven <laughs> and they're five years old. They don't I'm starting fucking, to think my kids are idiots. They, they don't idiots. fucking know good movies. Right. And I watched this movie and I was like, this is a stupid fucking movie. Like, right. yes, is the baby talking? Yeah, this but is so also, the baby uh, talked in Look Who's Talking too. Right. Or Look this Who's Talking category also. That, or the, uh, but, <laughs> this but, is a category that every year I'm almost like – they had to work to make five. Sure. And to get like, five. So it's, just it's, give it to Pixar. Yeah. It's like, why are we like, just give why it to is Pixar. the boss baby because nominated they a fifth. for an Oscar? Because just feels... if you're talking film, you're giving it to Loving Vincent. Right. Which is, a, you know, or like, arguably Coco, I'm sure. Uh, has well, some well, merit Loving yeah. Vincent is, you know, is, is one that, that there's like painted scenes in it. There's like, like it's right. very, you know, like, um, but Coco. Coco got me choked up. Coco, right. I saw it with the girls. I saw, you know, we saw it over Christmas break, and it was a good movie. It was a right. really good movie, and and like you know, um, uh, was I a little choked up because like it had to deal, it, it dealt with like the, the 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 dead and the land that my dad died a couple of years ago, and the whole premise is like on the day of the dead, we spend time with our dead relatives, and only the ones that we remember are allowed to come back sure. from the land of the dead. And and not to get too much into the story of Coco, like, the, you know, there are there are characters in there that are not being remembered by their family anymore right? for are, whatever reason that you'll see in the, you know, and it was just a really good, and, 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 and A, or, you know, it's Pixar, like, the animation is, like, exquisite. Like, well, see, this is- It, it looks is gorgeous. Kind of my point, though. So, like, should Boss Baby be part of the conversation? Should Ferdinand even no, be a thing? No, and I don't even know this? what the breadwinner is. Just right. give it to Coco. Just give it to Coco or give, Loving Vincent if you're really good artsy. But it's almost if like every year- If you want to be pretentious, year, let's give it to, like, you're right, let's give it to Loving Vincent. They should do, Vincent. like, a reverse best picture thing where it's kind of like, let's nominate two <laughs> sure. animated and, you know, features. And we're Only just gonna, two. Right. And, you know, listen, I saw Ferdinand- my kids like that too, but again, they're stupid. Right, they're seven and it's five like, years old, and they were like, "Oh, the 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 bull doesn't want to fight," <laughs> but they're making right. him fight totally. And it's John Cena, like right, like come here, like John Cena's uh, asking what happened. He, he's Ferdinand. Sure, like, I got nothing against John Cena, but like, come on, really? That's the movie that right. could win best animated feature. This shouldn't film? be in the conversation. <laughs> no, it just shouldn't be. A shouldn't. Thing. They should every year. They should be like, "What did Pixar do?" <laughs> And, what what's the, and what's the loving Vincent and, of this year? Exactly. And let's nominate those and two. that should be the two. And they'll be like, listen, one or the other. One or the other. Know? 50-50. So, I'm giving it to Coco. 50-50. I'll go Coco too just because <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I think it looks good. Uh, which brings us to adapted screenplay. Yeah. All right. So it's um, hard for me to – Call Me By Your Name didn't see it. Yeah. The Disaster Artist really want to see it. Yeah. Logan did see it and enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, Molly's Game really want to see I it. I want to see it. And Mudbound, haven't seen it. 
uh, you, which you did. Yeah. Um, I loved the disaster. Your arts. Take. Yeah, it's you a good saw it. It's a really you know, good movie. It, it I think looks it's like it's a very good movie. Uh, no, it's really good. It's, yeah. it's you know, I, you know, I didn't read the original text or whatever. Sure. But like the movie not, itself. Yep. Is phenomenal. It's funny. It's yep. it's weird. It's uh, you know, Franco didn't get the nod. You yep. know, uh, but he that was might have phenomenal. been a little bit more of even what's happened in the last sure, couple, exactly. couple of that that speakers had, to that it. That had to have played a factor. Harassment. Apparently, the charges came out the day before the final day of voting. Ah, so sure. it could be one of those there things people like fuck Franco, like, which oh, you know, maybe uh, whatever. Got, you know, so, you know, yep. but, but the movie, in large part due to Franco, was was phenomenal, and I, sure. I really liked it. It's 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 again, it's funny, it looks, sad. All the trailers I've seen for the the, the premise. Uh, here's the here's the funny thing. I don't want to see the room. Totally, yeah. And I haven't seen yeah. the room. I'm way more interested in seeing the disaster artist. The story of how the room came to be sure. is so fascinating, well, and, and I know and, enough about that story yeah. to know that I want to see that acted by Seth Rogen, James Franco, and, and his brother. And you know, well, and, I'll even say this about Franco: when I'm watching the movie, he's basically playing a character that in any other movie, if it weren't a true story, would be some goofy Adam Sandler movie. It'd be like sure. Sandy Wexler. It'd be some Rob Schneider sure. movie. But he's playing a character right. with the goofy accent, mm-hmm. the goofy hair, and everything. But he's doing it not. For laughs every time. No. It's funny, but he's doing it as a dramatic character because you're like, wow, this is a real guy. It's truly yep. like, what if a Sandler character walked among us? <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's, sure. so it's, it's amazing. But, you know, aside uh, from that, Logan. I, I, I would like to, I, I wouldn't, I, I, what I was saying is I'd love to see the disaster artist or Logan get it. Um, Logan was fun. Um, Logan was not as great as everyone else seemed to think it was well, to I, me. Well, I've got a larger question about yeah. Logan in this context. What is it adapted from? Uh, it's adapted, I believe, from Old Man Logan, the comic. Okay, so if Which is that, also, by the way, drastically different. Right, well, so that's exactly my sure. point. I'm like, to me, Logan is no more adapted a screenplay sure. than any other comic book movie ever. Sure. You know what I mean? It's They, they um, took no, the idea— No, it was a way to get a little bit of a— of a hip movie in there. Um, right. Here's my thing is, you know, like uh, a lot of what I saw in Logan, I saw in Children of Men. Sure, totally. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Done better. Like I'm not In that, Children of Men. Yeah, I don't think Logan's um, that great a movie. No, it's, it was you know. fun. It was good. It was a downer. It was right. it was a it was a wicked downer. Like I think it, it's getting know, but, a lot of points for being a comic book movie and also yes. being extreme. And what's his and name? Also directed being the uh, James Mangold. Yep, Mangold's yeah. a little bit of a he flirts with the Oscar type, you know, sure. in the world of you know. He's got a bit of a pedigree. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, uh, I think it's almost like though you could say now that almost Franco's damned the disaster artist from 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 it's, his it's, potential, you know. It's insane that like they went from the Golden Globes with nominees sure. at the Wazoo oh, to like to, this yep. one no- nomination, yep. you know. So I mean, you know, having not seen Molly's Game, having not seen Bunbound or or Call Me Your Name, I mean, this is the kind of thing that I could see them giving Call Me by Your Name to. Sure, this is where we're like, right. you know what, we're gonna give it. We didn't this give you best picture. Bone. We're gonna give it. Right. We're gonna give it the adapted screenplay. But you know, what about um, original screenplay? I'll tell you one thing. I fucking love the Big Sick. So let's go. Big Sick, Get, Get Out, Out, Lady Bird, yep. Shape of Water, yep. Three Billboards. Here's the one thing I've seen every single one. I've seen. I've not seen Lady Bird. I've seen every other one of them. And I'm giving it to the Big Sick because 
Well, you know what? I I, I could get I could see this I could see this being a a fight between the big sick and get out for the most original like three billboards. Not that it's not original. It's it's a, it's kind of a somewhat standard drama. Sure. In the sense of what the story yeah. is, the shape of water, like we said before, it's like it's like splash, but the roles reverse. It's not that crazy original. Sure. Lady Bird haven't seen it yet, and I'm again I'm angry that I haven't. Because I think that I might love it. Yeah. And I might love the screenplay. But having not seen it, and I'm going to the big sick and going to get out, like I loved Get Out and I loved The Big Sick. Big Sick and, is one of the know, best movies I've seen this and, year. Absolutely. Like, and you know, this was well, that was one of those movies that I asked you I, I I emailed you or texted you one night when Maggie and I were feeling you know, whatever, who's we were like, we just need a feel-good movie to watch. Or we want to see, you know, and I'm like, The Lobster. You're like, don't watch The Lobster. <laughs> the Lobster is not a feel-good movie. And you, you watch another one, you're like, don't watch that one. I'm like, the big, they're like, watch The Big Sick. And you said watch them, and we did. And it was fucking great. Totally. You know, Big it, Sick is, is a movie. Maggie cried in it. I got a little choked. Like, it was, it's, you know what, it's a great right. fucking movie. That movie, it's like, funny. again. Holly this- Hunter. Uh, the fucking Ray Romano. Ray Romano. Uh, the the Indian guy who I don't remember his name is. Camille Nanjiani. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the girl who I don't remember her name is. But you know, like, everyone in that movie was really Zoe fucking... Kazan. I was a little slow. There you go. Yeah. You're right. Right. Um. Um. Uh, yeah, the, the performances were great. The story was good. It's it's rare that I can watch a romantic comedy. Yes. And, and get into it. And ever think that this could be something that I'd want to see an Academy Award yeah. a nomination. I don't for. know. It was one of those movies that you watch, and I'm smiling for most of the movie. Yep. And I'm crying when yep. they want me to cry. Yep. And it's like a, it was it was absolutely it's everything about it. Truly a great know? movie. And again, that and it's of, a true story. Yeah. It, you know, and you're like, oh shit, that alone is like, oh wow, like you know. And it goes back to what we were talking about, like what's the point of a director or like a writer, like this? Sure. Th- to I could, get some, I I emoted. Yes. I felt more in this movie. Than I did in the post and Dunkirk combined. Sure. You know what I mean? For sure. sure. And you know, um, again, if you're going to give an award to three billboards, it's not the screenplay. It's either sure. best picture or or it's or it's or supporting actors right. or actress or you know or you know. But uh, I'd love to see the big sick or Get Out get this. Yeah, you know, and Get Out um, too is another one of those. That's... Again, you know, and I loved Get Out. Again, you think about that script or that screenplay the day after, you're like, well, wait a minute. Why did this happen? Right. And why did they do this? Or why did that? You know, but that doesn't take away from the moment when you're watching the movie and you're like, oh shit, this is a great movie. You know, like there's a certain, there's a, there's something to be said about watching a movie and being in the moment and enjoying it and not picking the nits. Well, it's the next it's, day. I was in a and a for the big sick as well. We do a okay. lot of Q&As. We're sure. the Mike and Pat yeah, cast. Yeah. We see a lot of Q&As. Sure, we, we're, we're and, in that uh, industry. Camille and his wife were talking about like the screenwriting process and how Judd Apatow produced the movie. And like mm-hmm. they were like, we kept on showing him drafts. And he kept on saying things like, oh, make it a little funnier. Go back and add a few more jokes and come back and come back. And w- the more they talked about the way they arrived at the final script, the more I was like, I noticed all of that shit in the movie. Because right. you, you were able to like not bore me with melodrama. Sure. You know? No, and, and, like the and, first and, and few every, drafts, uh, they had this whole melodramatic thing. Every and, single scene in that movie had some humor in it. Totally. It wasn't, oh, here, here, here's a 20-minute lull right. where we're just dealing with the fucking, the doctors and the whatever. It, 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 it had some one-liners from yeah. Ray Romano. It had some one-liners from Holly Hunter. It, it had pulled, some, you know. It pulled my heartstrings, yep. not in an overt sort of yep. annoying way, yeah. just in a realistic way where I'm looking at these yeah. people living their lives. I'm like, this is like a true... I can I sure. recognize this in my world. I'll tell you, you one know? thing right now: if they get divorced in like a year or two or whatever, I'm going to be pissed off. I'm going to be a little mad. I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm be like, "Fuck you!" Guys. I know there's a lot riding on their marriage right now because I'm like, their story <laughs> is beautiful. Totally. I'm like, you know? you know, you guys can't make it work. 
fuck you. I you saw know, him you, at the Q&A. They look pretty solid. <laughs> you know, but I'm, I think okay. you're, you're saying what we're all thinking, you know? pal. Yeah. Um, moving on to production design. Okay. You know? Um, here's, a, you know, a category that, listen, most people don't give a shit about. I do. Yeah. You do. I think, you know, let's look at, and I, you know, we got well, Beauty so, and the Beast, yep. Blade Runner 2049, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Shape of Water. I want to tell you right now why I want to throw Darkest Hour and Dunkirk right out. You um, open a book, you can see exactly what fucking shit looked like back then. Sure, okay, And we're going to fucking do that. All right. We're going to have the same... We're going to have the same cabinets on the walls. We're going to have the same cars in the streets. We're going to have the same whatever. Well, it's funny. Well, if well, I may interject, the reason it's funny you're saying this because I'm I'm actually mad that the post isn't in this category because to me the post is the recreation that I find kind well, of fascinating. You, you know what? You're right, and that's while I was watching the post, I was way more interested in that shit totally than I was in the story. Yeah, where I was looking at like, oh shit, look at that that look at, that street. Look I'm at like, the, did they did they find that? St- did they? Digitally alter that building? No, maybe a little bit, but those are probably vintage cars out in front of the building. Totally. Those are vintage polyester look suits at all those, on the people. Look at all you know. those desks they got. <laughs> like, look that's at good. all that actual old timey paper. Yeah, that's stacked but, up on that old polyester. But I was honestly like, you know, I, I, when I when I was I was fascinated, and I think this is a sign of a mediocre movie when you're focused on the desks. Sure. But I was looking at the post being yeah. like, this is an amazing desk yeah. set they got. And then I read, they rebuilt the newsroom so they could well, break listen, it apart and shoot I'll it. I'll tell you the one thing, the too, There's a one tracking shot where it comes, it just follows, it's one shot, it's early on in the movie, probably in the first 15 minutes of the movie, where it, it probably goes for two minutes and it just, and I'm like, oh shit. And, and I was literally looking at the things on the people's desks yeah. and looking at the things. And, and like, not only did they put a bunch of desks in this room and a bunch of actors sitting in there, sitting yeah. at typewriters typing, they put the 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 chairs that are the kind of chairs. They put the totally. pencil holders that are the kind of pencil holders. Like, and, you know, like, that goes a long way That's what I'm talking to about. selling. And I hear you. But I'm so, going to be like, you know what? Open a book and look at 19 sure. fucking 50 or 60. You know, whereas... We don't know what the fucking shit stuff in 2049 is going to look like. I think it's going to look and, a lot like that, actually. And it, well, you know what? Like, and to me— they, Good on those guys who made me not be like, what is this shit? But instead maybe be like, yep, this is— I buy you know, this world. Exactly. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm fully right. invested in this So if you can sell world, me on a world that doesn't that exist— doesn't even exist yet. Yeah. Exactly. Same with, to a certain degree, uh, The Shape of Water. Right. There were these—you were, know, it was set in the past, but it had— um, certain elements, certainly in in the lab, of 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 a right. fantastical. You well, know, that uh, is also Guillermo del Toro's. Definitely. Like that is where he comes in, and absolutely. He, he's above all else. Absolutely. Uh, so I would almost go shape and again, for uh, production design. Oh, I'm going. I'm going Blade Runner 2049 the whole fucking right? way. I and, just love and, and you look at Beauty and the Beast. We saw that, and my my girls loved it. It's still just an old timey castle. I forgot it's all about it. I saw Beauty and the Beast in the theater. You know, and until I saw this Oscar, yeah. I was like, oh, that was a thing this year. Like, right. That, that totally. movie literally. You know it made a fucking billion and a half dollars. Totally. It wasn't even just that you forgot about it. I forgot about it too. My kids didn't forget about it. Totally. It's a it, whole shit ton of the world didn't forget to about me, it. To it, me, it, it, it was a movie that bounced off my forehead. Absolutely. And, and you was, know, I'd seen it already. And you know what? I'd seen it done better in animated form. Sure. But. My kids were fucking so fascinated by the fact that they were seeing be- – Matilda kept saying, it's Beauty and the Beast with real people. 
And I was like, stop shouting yeah, in the theater. Okay. And I was like, <laughs> well, you're right. And you know what? That alone is kind of cool. Sure. Because I'm like, you know what? You can do anything you fucking want in animation. Sure. But when you have to make real it people do with it. live action, and I was like, you know what? And, and, and a lot of people poo pooed Beauty and the Beast because they were like, it's just alive. And I'm like, you know what? My kids ain't poo pooing it. My sure. kids are fascinated more than you. They want to see something that only existed in cartoon. They still believe. Well, but they, they want to have... see something that only existed in cartoon. It makes it realer when, oh my God, it's real. Right. Like any, like I said, anything can happen in cartoons. But now you're making me believe it in quote real, sure. real stuff. And you're like, there's something to be said for that. Totally. You know, like and yeah. I would not. That's actually a... why production design is an interesting category because sure. like it, it doesn't it, necessarily mean the movie's any good. Not at all. You know what I mean? Like you can watch. It just, miss, it just means it was pretty. Right. I can be bored as shit with the posts and sure. also be like, wow, look at those exactly. desks. And that's why I want to give it to 2049 because like not only did it look good, but to me the movie was good. Right. And also and, you know, all that and, design. I'm going to – I'm changing yeah. my answer. 2049 because all that design elevated the thing and sold it more than it would have been right. if it was just, you know, regular future stuff. Which brings me to cinematog- cinematography. And if fucking Roger Deakins – doesn't win for Blade Runner 2049, I'm going to be pissed. Has he ever won before? The guy's been nominated 12 times before and never won. Is that true? Absolutely. Never won. Never won. And you're like, God damn it. Give the fucking guy an Oscar. (laughs) The guy's done fucking every, like, he's, you know, like, if you look at what he's been nominated, you're like, holy shit, this guy's been, you know. And then you look at what he hasn't been nominated, you're like, those are good too. God damn it. This guy's a, uh, you know, like. Uh, you know, and and again, I'm not denying that I have not even seen Darkest Hour, right. or Dunkirk, or Mudbound. I'm not denying that those that the cinematography in those was great. You're one of the five nominated for best cinematography, right? You did a good job, and, and I and I did love yep. the cinematography in Shape of Water, but I really loved the right. cinematography in Blade Runner. And like, to your point, at this point, we're looking at Blade Runner. Getting two nominations. Sure. If they're gonna, and if they're going to recognize it, they may as well two birds, one stone. Those give it to Deacons. Those, you know, this is the, 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 you 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 saw twenty forty nine. Of course, yeah. Again, I I saw it three times. It's it, it's one of the only movies I may have ever seen in the theaters three times. One of them was at MoMA, so it wasn't really a theater that I paid to see because my wife works at MoMA and she got me into a, a Whatever, little still screening saw it. with. Yeah. With a uh, you know a a, a Q and A afterward, we're connected afterward. here. The Mike and Pat we're connected. <laughs> but I saw it once, and then I saw it again on IMAX, and then I saw it a third time at MoMA. And God damn it, I really fucking loved that movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. And Deacons should win for the Las Vegas scenes, in my opinion, alone. Right. With Harrison Ford, where where everything's dusty and red sure, and, totally. and, and and the desert, like. That was to me. That was to me like the, it, it, there was so much to look at in that movie visually. Um, again, uh, you know, uh, there's no deni- there's no doubt. Just watching the trailer alone for something like Dunkirk, where you're like, yeah, how can cinematography not be a contender right. for this movie? Or and again for Shape of Water, Dunkirk's which also probably another, the second. You know, you know again because they were putting cameras on shit that sure. you shouldn't put cameras. Sure, on, you know what I mean. Yep. Oh so no, yeah, yeah, they, there's scenes. Where you see the camera going under yeah. the water and then above the water and under the water in in Dunkirk, where I'm like, oh, this is 
exactly what I want to see in a war movie. This and is, you know, it may, to the Academy, it, it may get a, a slight leg up for the lack of visu- visual effects. Like it's most sure. of the time, it's figuring out a way to, to make a camera see the stuff that's on screen. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, they all nailed it. That's why they're nominated. Sure. No, know? of course. And, you know, uh, so and again, I, I would for love Mudbound, to see. Mudbound I, is the first female cinematographer ever directed. As well, so that's oh, you're, okay. It's a little right, noteworthy, you know. but I don't think that it's still. I don't. You don't give the awards just because having watched Mudbound, sure. it doesn't even come close to Dunkirk right. or Twenty Forty Nine. Yep, you know, from a cinematography <clears throat> standpoint. What do you got next? Uh, I've got costume design next. I got I don't it know too. Where you are. Um, with so costume design, we got Beauty and the Beast, Darkest Hour, Phantom Thread, Shape of Water, Victoria and Abdul. I'm laughing only because I'm like I've never heard of that one. It, it's Dame Judi Dench and an Indian guy. Okay. It's, you know, and I don't know. And again, you know, costume design, period pieces. Well, also like. like and that's what, you know, you're like. India okay. is also like, obviously, the colorful costume. Sure. I don't know if it takes place no, in India, but, you but, know. you know, and here's my thing. You've got one, Beauty and the Beast, you, you were going to call it a period piece, even though it didn't actually sure. exist. But it, it happened, you know. Period piece, Darkest Hour, period piece. Phantom Thread, period piece. Shape of Water, period piece. Victorian Abdul, period piece. Yeah. You're, you're not. You're, there's nothing outside the box like a Star Wars sure. or like a yeah. Blade Runner 2049. Why not a Star Wars uh, costume? Well, you know, uh, you know, it's kind of like, come on. It's a good me? question because yeah. there was some cool looking Blade shit. Blade Runner 2049. Exactly. Not, you know, in either of those two movies you just mentioned, whether you're talking Praetorian guards in the in the you know, like there there's scenes in all of in in, in all of those movies where you're like, oh. That, that kind of looks I'm gonna cool. Go and I've never seen it before. Totally. Whereas all these five movies, I just needed to open the book and find out what what right, time period. Right, you had to period. make up an outfit. I just I just need to look at what people were wearing back then yeah. and replicate it. And so I'm going Phantom Thread, though. Okay, well, also because it, it's a fashion-related movie. Right. So it, well, the entire, give, it to costume, the, give the costume design to Phantom Thread. For that alone. The entire trailer was like dresses and shit. That I'm, totally. literally, I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, like this is. Totally. If, Phantom if, Thread gets costume the design. The point of the movie feels like you know, it's even glamour. Even if that's the only Oscar it wins, you're right. like, it deserved it. Give <laughs> Phantom Thread. I'm going to actively campaign <laughs> for Phantom Thread to I'm going to take an ad out in The Hollywood Reporter. You know, Give it to Phantom Thread. In defense of the Phantom Thread. Look at those I mean, costumes. You know, for your consideration, the Phantom. <laughs> Will you take a look at that shit? Just look at it. Those were fucking hardcore costumes. Forget about Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> look at those costumes. Stop you know? Dunkirk. Yeah. Stop, you know. Um, uh, now, this brings us to sound mixing. Is this our last one? No, we no I got to – those are okay. a few more. Uh, sound mixing. Um, now, you got Baby Driver. Yeah. Blade Runner 2049. Dunkirk. The Shape of Water, and Star Wars The Last Jedi. I'll tell you one thing right here. I haven't seen Baby Driver. Okay. But in my pick of those five, I've seen four of the other five. Yep. I would do Blade Runner 2049 and Baby Driver. Having not even seen Baby okay. Driver, I would I've do those two movies above the any of the others. I'm discovering right now that I've seen all of them. Okay. This is the first category. Yep. I've seen every single movie. And what would your pick be? Uh, I might go Dunkirk. Really? Uh, yeah, because Dunkirk is some just great fucking sound just effects. Great sound. Well, it, but it's this is sound mixing also. You know, like this is like here. here sure. Here's, no, no, I get it. Here's yeah. here's my okay. little thing about sound mixing. Okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry. 
No. What are you What are you looking at? Wait, we were talking at sound editing. I'm looking at sound mixing. What came after costume design? On my list, sound mixing. Oh, and mine it came sound editing. I think but, are they the same thing? Because I don't even see sound editing on my. I don't see sound. You know what? Oh no, there it is. Okay, yeah. But you know what? They're the same. They're all the same. They're They're both all. All right, then I'm going to. So then you go. So so you've got sound editing. That's funny. Sound editing and sound mixing. Right. The the same five movies were nominated for both. Sure. So we're talking just the 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 audio experience of those movies. Here's my overall thing about both these categories without separating. I think these are such specialized skills that you shouldn't even notice them. You know what I mean? Like to me, like the best sound mixing and sound effects editing is the shit that you're like, wow, yes, I was and no, there. I'm going to I'm going to agree and I'm going to disagree. You know what I love about the beginning of Blade Runner 2049 when Ryan Gosling walks into that house and there's water boiling on right. on uh on the fuck is his name the, on uh Drax's yeah. Drax's uh you know, you know totally. and it's yep. and it's augmented a little bit. It's totally. like, and you hear it throughout the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. And you're like, okay, is it you know, is it louder than it should be? Yes, probably. But you're 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 trying for a mood. This here. is also a movie is you've there... seen three times in the theater. Absolutely, <laughs> you know sure. You've seen sure. this now three times. To but get that. but uh, you know, and, and now, I'm going to throw the, something. The like... opposite end of the spectrum is what I, you know, Baby Driver. The sound in that movie, yeah. was obnoxious. Like, really? After a while, not. It, it was well, and, I, and, I, and listen. I've under I have not seen it. Maggie right. saw it on a plane. She she enjoyed it. I know that you were let down by it. Totally, you've said that in another Baby podcast. Driver. Like, the the entire point of Baby Driver was sound and how and it plays you with shots. Enjoy, you didn't it, appreciate that. I, I I appreciated it. Sort of looking back at understanding. Oh, this took some skill to like orchestrate. Sure, but I found the entire delivery of sound and music in that movie to be. Wicked distracting. Okay. Because like, it was everything, and I'm, I'm telling you, down to the gunfights, everything was cut to music. Now, you right. and I worked at VH1 for a long sure. time, so we're not, we're used to like many things yeah, being yeah, cut yeah. to music, and you get into it, but we're talking a 90 minute thing, dude. And right. it was like, there, it was unrelenting. And after a while, I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's like, I, I get it. I get it. You're cutting every sound effect to sure. a beat of music, and sure. there's there's at no point is there anything natural yeah. happening in it. And it, yeah. it, at a certain point, it became such a gimmick that I'm like, I can't even. You right. Know. Well, you know, and and so uh, you so know, that would be that would be a a bad example. I would have given I would have given both those to Blade Runner 2049, having not seen Dunkirk, The Shape of Water, and Star Wars last Saturday. Neither of them. Spoke to me yeah, the I, way the sound did in you know I the raindrops I, in in Blade Runner the way the 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 you know the the, the reason deep I mentioned guttural, you know the reason I mentioned Dunkirk the, is because it's it's a very naturalistic kind of like everything you're hearing is you're hearing it in a way that just brings you into the experience you know what I mean sure you feel surrounded yeah. by the whole thing and yep. you feel like you've you've been brought into it yep. that's the reason why I'm kind of like into it it's not like it it augments it in a very subtle way. Which I think is sort of there's something to be said for that. No, you're you know? right. I mean, if you're not considering the sound at all, I see what you're saying. You're, right. You're, let me you're, I, you know. let me walk back the not considering. Sure, no, but at no, all. but, but, but you I hear what, what you're saying. You're you're not noticing it right. for the point of noticing. You're not. It's not being. You're not being beaten over the head right. with like these Baby sounds, Driver was you know, a sledgehammer. Sure, exactly. Dunkirk. Exactly. Was okay. I don't know what the opposite right. of a sledgehammer. And I'm, and I'm looking at something to me like Blade Runner, where it's like. 
something maybe in the middle. Maybe it's necessary. Where, it's, in the where you totally. know, right? You know. Um, moving on to animated short film, I've seen none of them. Have you? I've seen none of them. So why even list them? Uh, live action short film. Have you seen any of them? Well, hold on. What, let me just look at short film animated. I'm, I'm going to go with. I'm just going to pick Lou. <laughs> I'll <laughs> pick. Gonna... Revolting rhymes. Okay, just I think they're going to give us a Lou <laughs> this year. I feel like animated okay. short where it's short film animated is going. What's to your pick Lou. for a live action short film? Also, which I've seen nothing. Uh-huh. I'm picking DeKalb Elementary because it sounds like a place I used to live near in Brooklyn. Uh, I'm, I'm going to pick my nephew Emmett because he seems like a nice kid. <laughs> that's that's, love, my, that's my pick for that. Great job. Um, visual effects. We got Blade Runner 2049, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Kong, Skull Island, Star Wars, Last Jedi, War for the Planet of the Apes. Tell me what you think here before I give you my opinion. Can I say, okay, now I'm going to- I've seen all of them. This is a similar- I'm sorry. Yes, I've seen all of them, actually. I've also seen all of these. This is interesting that we're now in in that realm because these are the movies we go to see with our families or whatever. I want, Uh, uh, All right, so here's, here's my takeaway. I find that when you're completely creating- a scene from scratch. Sure. When you have a completely blank canvas and you're just making a Star Wars world, for example, and making it from scratch, it's a smaller feat than if you're taking a Blade Runner 2049 and going to a place and trying to bring these ideas into a reality that we can recognize. Sure. Okay. So to me, something like Blade Runner 2049 and, dare I say, even Kong Skull Island gets a leg up over Guardians of the Galaxy, in my opinion. T- because, like, uh, like what you're you know saying, what saying, I will throw War for the Planet of the Apes in there. Totally. In the, and you're like, that was set in a completely believable world where, but yeah. it just happened to have special effect apes in it. Sure. And so- So you have to make uh, those apes me, look real against absolutely. an actual And forest. they did look real. And, right. you know, I'm giving it to Blade Runner 2049 because I just want that movie to get so totally. great. But I would give it a strong second- to war for the planet of the apes. Sure. Because that movie looked so goddamn real. Those yeah. apes looked so good. You know, like you said, everything in Guardians of the Galaxy Look, looked fake. And, and I love me Every, some Guardians. But totally. Like, absolutely. Guardians of the Galaxy. And is, everything in Star Wars looked fake. But like, that's, but it's fake. Guardians it is, of the Galaxy is basically a cartoon. Absolutely. You know and so I mean? was Star Wars. So, so was Last Jedi. Let's be honest. Great what, movies. The spaceship. Uh, totally. But 100% agree. Kong Skull Island <clears throat> was fun. Uh, kind of forget it. It was almost like you couldn't find a, a a better fifth movie. To me, you couldn't find a better fifth movie to do than, you know. Right, there's nothing else. Did it look great? I guess so. Well, that's, I mean, my you know, only thing about Kong Skull Island, you know, even leaving it after seeing it. Right. I, I thought it sucked. I really did. I, think it was it, a I, I wasn't, I, I didn't enjoy it but much either, but, you they know. did a great job with sure. the visual effects in that movie. Definitely. And here's another one of those categories sure. that, like, right. it doesn't speak to the quality of the yep. movie. It's just, No, you know, it's just, but, it, you know, I'd love to see Blade Runner win it. I'd love to see War of the Planet of the Apes win it. Yeah, Blade Runner, I feel like, is the you know, one that I would pick for that. Um, you know? Film editing, talk to me. Film editing, all right. Well, Dunkirk is a big one. Yep. You know, I mean, that was Baby great. Driver. Uh, again, Baby Driver, I'm going to say again, the editing was so ham-fisted. Right. And so overt. But that then you got, like, you know, I, Tanya. I, Tanya, apparently, it's uh, it's Scorsese-ish in the, oh, in the way they okay. tell the story. So, like, okay. I, I'm curious about that aspect okay. of it. I feel like they, they do some pretty cool stuff. Here's something. The Shape of Water? What the hell is that doing in there? Yeah, it's just whatever. It's, you know, I, I guess. But I'm like, immediately, I'm like, as much as I liked The Shape of Water, it wasn't because of the fucking editing. Totally. Yeah. You know? 
And but that's another the one same of those with crafts. even three billboards outside. You know, like yeah. I'm like great movie. Like the editing. We're not talking Pulp Fiction style or Baby. Like there's nothing particularly special about the editing of The Shape of Water or Three yeah. Billboards. So by all means, let's let's look at Baby Driver, Dunkirk, I, Tanya. Yeah, I go Dunkirk over Baby Driver because again, I'm not okay. so overtly aware of what's happening. And I would argue that I, Tanya, knowing that it's Goodfellas-ish sure. in a way, is also just okay. divisive. And yeah. in the way that they do this, they're sort of like, we're going to make sure you yep. know that we're jumping around from scene to scene with quick mm-hmm. cuts and breaking the fourth wall and this and that. You know, like sure. Dunkirk was... They did a lot of time jumps. Sure. But for the most part, it's like a seamless kind of thing you're watching. Right. You know, so well, you know, it's funny. Someone's already put together Dunkirk. Oh, the linear sort yep. of yeah. the chronological linear version. Um, you can see it on YouTube. Uh which brings us to makeup and hairstyling. And like we're we're throwing that shit to darkest hour. Why only three? Why I don't even know what wonder is. Why only three and why are none of them shape of water? Shape of Water isn't in there. Uh, you could even argue, like you know, um, Star Wars, Star Wars, or, or 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 uh, or Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, like, like there, I actually, isn't, I like, actually well, tried well, to you know, find like a the makeup, the, the creatures in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, yeah. we're not gonna. I tried to find a reason why there was only three. For me, and there's really no, at least it's not like that I, I could forgot. find. To add two more. Yeah, like if, if you can find like whatever, like you can find five can short find film anime. Five live action shorts, I can find five movies. Of all the movies. Major movies that get that, that, that deserve some makeup and hairstyle. You know, and Wonder is a uh it's a movie with uh Julianne Moore it came out. Uh, oh yes. You know the movie. Yeah, you yep. know it is. Absolutely. And it I looks totally it looks phenomenal, it I'm sure it, it does is, look like, you're right. I'm looking at Darkest Hour. Well, come on. <laughs> Victor and Abdul, which I didn't hear about until tonight, and Wonder, which I've been, you know, I'm just sort of like, this is insane. Like, the the movie that's getting the most buzz probably has arguably the best makeup of any movie sure. this year. And it's, it's like, almost like we couldn't just even, like you said, we couldn't find two more to nominate. You put Doug we Jones in a fish suit. We couldn't, we couldn't, out, we, we couldn't make the year of two other people. Totally. We couldn't, we couldn't be able, even if they're not going to win. Listen, even if we're like, listen, Darkest Hour is going to fucking get this. We know it. Sure. We, but, we well, couldn't at least throw two more bones. Whoever designed to, the makeup and to, the shape of water has got to be like, well, who do I have to blow well, to your nomination? What, what the, the fuck? What the fuck? What the, like, the, fu- what I, the I'm, fuck? I'm pulling that I, off? I'm creating fake fingers. Totally. I'm doing fake well, I'm, I'm like eyeballs that are going I'm like, like, like you totally. Have you guys seen what Doug Jones actually looks like? He doesn't look like that. He doesn't look anything like that fucking guy. You know? And same thing with like Star Wars. Like, really? Right. All they did, they made up, they made up. Gary Oldman to look like an old dude. Thank they, God they replaced they put some fucking fat uh, fat suit on him. Like, and they, thank God they replaced Spacey with Plummer, or else he would have got a goddamn nomination. <laughs> Jesus! If all you have to do is make a young guy look old, <clears throat> oh God, I'm retiring yeah. from this shit. So you know, uh, this, is, this has been a long one. It's a long one, but yeah, you know what? This is the, this. Well, is, the Oscars are notoriously you know a long exactly. Time you know what? And you know what? We, and, and, and if there was a, ever a time for a fitting hour and a half podcast or whatever, this totally. was it. Yeah. And, uh, it's still going to be half um, the length of the actual Oscars. Exactly. We would love you guys to write in and tell us what the fuck we don't know. Yeah. What, what, when, when we have our heads up our asses. Totally. What we've forgotten. Excuse me. What movies 
should have been nominated. I you know, feel like it, we should have focused more on the technical categories because all of a sudden we're like, oh, we've seen all these well, things. Well, you know, in looking at them, you're like, oh, God damn it. Yeah. How- the, the best pictures were fumbling around. Well, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen this. I haven't seen any of this shit. And yet, cinematography, I'm telling you, if Deacon's don't win for cinematography, I'm, I'm, I'm quitting. I don't know what. So is that your, uh, as we're closing down, is that your hot button? Yeah, that was, you know, that that was, um, this is, again, again, we're talking about a guy here who's been nominated 12 times for Oscars yeah. for Best Cinematography and never won one. And you're like, throw the fucking guy a bone. If you give it to any other movie on that list, it's like, we, we're just, we're never going to acknowledge you, Deacons. Right. Roger Deacons, we've got a thing against you. Right. We, we hate you. You know, like. We're going to bring you close to the win. Even if this is not the best movie that this guy's done of the 13 he's been nominated for, yeah. you know, in total. Like, at some point, you know, the, the Academy always throws a bone. They're like, well, Paul Newman shouldn't have won for, well, we gave it to him for there. Or, you know, right. we gave it to he this should person. Have, he should have won for the sting, but we're going to give it to him know, for color money. Exactly. You know, and you know right. what? You're know, like, so we, we do that. Right. Scorsese like, should have won for a billion movies. You know Let's what? give it to but him for the give it to, Exactly. So are we going to give it, you know, and I'll take it. Like, g- give the guy some recognition because if you don't give it to him for this, it's like, we just, we just hate you. He's going to be dead next like, year. Like, Deacon's <laughs> going to be dead. Sure, you know? uh, for so, me, similarly, my hot button uh, race is easily short film animated. If Lou doesn't win, I, <laughs> I am and listen, you know, listen, I'm out. And completely. you know what? And, and listen. Lou doesn't God win. God damn it. Go to bat for Lou because no one else is. <laughs> I do. I've not heard one other person go to bat for fucking I'm telling animated you, short besides you. If Lou gets snubbed, <laughs> I'm no longer going to talk about short film animated. <laughs> So uh, <clears throat> please uh, please follow us on Instagram at the Mike and Pat Cast. And if you want to tell uh, us what's what, feel free to send us an email at uh, the Mike and Pat Cast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts, criticisms, uh, comments, insults, whatever you got. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, I'm, I'm Pat Twist. I'm Mike Rainey. We'll see you next time. Happy Oscars, y'all.